Groovy. Hello. Welcome to another edition of the Night Party Podcast, where we leave it all on the cutting room floor. I'm, of course, your illustrious host, Zach Evergreen. And joining with me today is H1N1 Zombies. The king of black and white. Yes. And Lovecraftian horror. Oh, yes. Mixed so. together in one. We have a great movie for you, but foist. Pay the bills, Zach. Gotta. Caps and Cork, Caps and Cork on the corner where Vallejo meets American Canyon, the gateway to Napa Valley. If you are tired of wine and you want to try something different, for instance, just get a nice little pint of Maker's Mark, like I'm drinking right now, or some delicious coffee stout, which you are drinking. Guess where you go? Caps and Cork in American Canyon in Vallejo, right on that borderline. Can't miss it. Look it up. Google it. Live it. Learn it. Love it. They're at the $5 Patreon level. You too can join the party early and often. Get episodes you cannot get, even on the, our regular Knife Party feed. Now the Knife Party public is different from the Knife Party paywall. So there's a lot of stuff you're going to miss. For instance, our watch-alongs, sometimes some episodes just, you know, too good to delete, too bad to air. So they're up there. Um, especially the ones with Jonathan Fallen from Hoodcast Day Off. Hashtag nothing. You know, F the knife party and all that good stuff. Uh, at our $20 level, oh, by the way, did I mention you also get Face in the Mirror with the, the most triggering show ever uh, with Jeff the Tech that makes the show all possible? Uh, and then at our $20 level, not only do you get sweet, sweet merchandise plus everything else we mentioned, but you also get to be on the show. And also, we have a lot of other shows on our channel you cannot find, such as Knife Party <gasps> After Dark, where the mics are hot, but the lights are off. And of course, Slime Wreck Radio, your community talk radio do you know we have six fucking shows on our show that's kind of crazy it is i'm actually working on two more i think one of them fell through but that's that's kind of on me um also working on a new beer sponsor that would be fucking dope it would be um i gotta like the sponsor though and i'm gonna tell you the product is good but it's not caps and cork good Mm. you know what i mean so Mr. H1N1 Zombies, you are the king of black and white. Uh, your first appearance is on here besides American Wolf in London. I just kind of stumbled into that one, so we're going to ignore that. You became the black and white movie guy, whether it be The Lighthouse, whether it be your, I think your first ever request ever was Night Living Dead, uh, episode 68. Yes. Yep. And um, I know you like the movie we're discussing, but I, was I like, like it even more now in I- black and white. We were talking about doing Pontypool. I Pontypool? love Pontypool. It it's is, a good movie. It's a great movie. Not a lot to discuss. Yes, there's not a lot of meat on the bone. Us talking about that movie is what that movie is. Them talking about the movie because it's a movie about a radio guy telling you what's going on. Now, Pontypool would be just as good if it were a radio drama. Exa- Dude, if, if we were just to take Pontypool and just, just take the audio drama. and just make it a podcast, it would be just as good. Right. In fact, they should probably think about doing that. So I was thinking about doing Pontypool, and then you and I are having a discussion. We have this conversation a couple times about how I think that the signal and Pontypool could be in the same universe mm-hmm. because they 
They definitely could be, right? I think they are. I think you're onto something there. So I was thinking about watching The Signal with you because we don't have Mr. Uh, uh, Montana in today. And, you know, I was looking through my movies and I'm like, okay, well, we could watch The Signal or Pontypool. And I was like, man, I don't want to watch both because you're going to be burnt out and da 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 and this and that. And I just watched Pontypool and it's great. And I do love The Signal, but The Signal is kind of like a good movie to break into three groups, seeing how it is three different movies. And then I'm looking through and I'm like, holy shit, I forgot. I bought this a while ago, never opened it. Nope. And I had it just in my, like between my PlayStation games because the Blu ray, so it's in my Blu ray case. So I bought this. I, I got a killer of a deal. Good luck. If you could find this, go out of your way right now, pause this, rate it five stars, like reply and all other shit, but look this up. So this is a Blu ray. And it's of the mist. Now, the cover shows a hand over one's face with an eyeball peering out the mist. And then it shows the store in the bottom. It's all in black and white. But this is the Frank uh, Darabont. Darabont. Darabont, thank you. Frank Darabont uh, two-disc collector's edition version of the mist. So it's... The definitive edition. This is the one you guys want. Yeah. Do not even watch the theatrical cut, the color, none of that. And if you've this seen, is the one you and if you've seen it, rewatch this. Look it up. Try to find it. But so I have it on Blu-ray. I don't know. It, apparently, this was also on DVD. So or or, but I don't think you can find it streaming. Again, this is what I always talk about about physical media, motherfuckers. Own it. Own it. It's gonna be gone. So this is the director's cut plus. It's all in black and white. And it's not a black and white filter. It actually is black and white. Like, we didn't just, like, turn on the black and white filter. Like, it actually comes with a color version. other disc. A whole disc, which is, it's and it's all grayscale. And, yes. dude, I love this movie. Now, I have a Mandela effect well, about this. Well, I did okay. not love, well, I liked, but I did not love the original theatrical cut in color. I love this version. I have a weird Mandela effect about this movie. This movie came out in 2007, right? Was it 2007? I thought it was a little earlier than that, but that sounds about right. Okay, here's my Mandela effect. Everyone I'm looking, it says 2007. I remember seeing this movie, I swear to God, in the fucking early 2000s. I, I thought so too. Okay, swear so, to you. So you and me are, yeah. Thinking I the same swear thing to you because I saw this movie when I was... Um, theater hopping. What do the tomatoes say? Tomatoes say it's it's 2007. Holy shit! Now, not only that, I did some other research on this before because when um uh, when I watched it last time in color, it was on like a streaming service and it said 2007. I'm like, that's wrong. It was 97. And if you, I thought it was like 2003, 2004. I thought it was like 2002 or 2003. Yeah. I, I I thought it was about the time that Kane set Jr. on fire. I think it was around that time. I, I knew when I saw it, I was already out of high school. So I thought it was like end of 2003, beginning of 2004. Yeah. So I thought this movie came out because I remember this movie coming out before me and my wife met. Hmm. And it did, but just by like a, a cunt hair, right? <laughs> but I swear this movie came out when Jonathan and I were would pay for a ticket for a movie and we'd go to see all of them. Like you do in Vallejo. Like, no, no, Concord. Oh, we were white kids. That that was as much trouble we got into in Concord. <laughs> <laughs> but I swear this movie, the, my Mandela, so it is a Mandela effect. This movie came out in the early 2000s. At least you think it did, but it didn't. 
Yeah. 2007, you know, was like the last year where we had, you know, flip phones like he had in there. Yeah. 2007 is the year the iPhone came out. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, you're right. You're right. But then Uh, again, this does take place in the backwoods of Maine. So this is true. Uh, But but also to this. Okay, we'll we'll get into the movie in a minute. Yeah. But let's just talk about this movie. So I remember when I watched this movie, I thought this is what Silent Hill should have been. Uh, in a yeah. in a film now i know obviously this is based off stephen king and we love our stephen king movies we hate our stephen king books on the <laughs> night party but we love our movies not all of them we we like we like most of them there's good yeah but even the bad ones are good though like langoliers is a terrible movie but it's worth watching yeah true right all of them are worth watching not all of them are great yeah but like let's say shining this misery there's so christine there's so many good but then again, it's like Stephen King is like he he gets paid to write per the per the word. If you shoot enough spaghetti against the wall, a lot of it's going to stick. This movie sticks. Yeah, watch it. Do not read it. Holy shit. Well, what about the part where all the teenagers have sex with each other in a huge orgy? Yeah, it's like why, why, why did they? Why, why was any of that there? Yeah, that made no sense. The and- only the only book worth reading over the movie is Needful Things because the book is actually pretty cool. But it's exactly what you expect, but at least it's better than the movie because the movie's terrible. The only one I heard that was better was uh, Under the Dome because it was a cheap AMC kind of fucking made-for-TV show. Yeah, I heard Langoliers is better in the book because Langoliers, the movie, and Langoliers, the book, is basically the same thing. It's the um, that Left Behind movie where, like, God is the rapture and all that shit. Anyway. I saw that one once, and I didn't really care for it. Did you see the Nick Cade version? Did you know that we have a watch along with Jonathan and I watching that movie together and you could watch it free along with us on YouTube? It's part of your subscription, dude. I'm gonna, I'm gonna You're gonna to, you're gonna have to. I'm gonna have and, to watch it. And all Jonathan and I do is every we just no, we do Nick Cage the whole time. <laughs> that's just, okay, yeah, no. That, that's gonna be worth watching. It's then. worth watching it just because it's Jonathan and I like doing it, and I'm pretty sure that we were hung over the day before from a concert I went to and him like hanging out doing a, you know, you know, <laughs> I, yeah. I'm not, I, I can't, this is a show after all. Right. So mm. anyway, uh, but either way, dude, it's we, when we went camping recently, we re-listened to it. Uh, it's, it's a slime. It's on the slime record. Slime uh, cast left behind. Dude, check that out. It's the funniest watch long ever. And the greatest thing is you could watch the Nick Cage version of left behind free on YouTube. I think it's ad-free, too. I saw the Kirk Cameron ones, and they were fucking awful. Oh, dude, the Nick Cade one is even... It's, it can't be worse. It's better worse. Okay, I understand. No, no, no. Okay, here's I what... understand what you mean by better worse. Like, yeah, it's it may be worse in quality, but it's funnier because of how bad it is, right? Yes, and because Nick Cage is trying not to be Nick Cage. Oh, Okay, so it's like Kirk Cameron tried too. He he really sold it there. Yeah, but this is Nick Cage going. I have, I'm Nick Cage, but I'm not. (laughs) You you know what I mean? It's like the one time I saw Nick Cage and he was not being Nick Cage was uh, Willy's Wonderland. I think this is yep, dude. First off, that that movie movie is is fantastic. Anyone, people who shit on Nick Cage don't realize how many great movies he's had. He's just had. Everyone always associates the bees and Ghost Rider and other movies like Dog of War, like dog shit movies he did. But dude, how many dog shit movies did a lot of people have? 
Nick Cage has got more bangers than a lot of people. I mean, think about it. You have Leaving Las Vegas. You have 8mm. You have Willie's Wonderland. You have, like, dude, like... He's, he's got some good stuff. Let's put it this way. When you're in a movie and Nick Cage makes National a cameo... National Treasure? Never seen, but heard it was good. Yeah. The Rock? Okay. Not a guilty pleasure. You don't like The Rock? I'll tell you why. Why? Sean Connery does it for me more than Nick Cage does. Yeah, but that that sells it. Having both of them in it? Yeah, it, it was great. You just sew my dick in your mouth. You just sort of bitch. Uh, anyway, so uh, no, I love, I, dude, I, for real, like, I want Nick Cage Superman so bad. Like, I uh, want them to dig up that Tim Burton, like, or make the uni- the multiverse where- Oh, did you not see the- <laughs> I did, but I will believe it when I see the trailer. No, you saw, he's in it. He's in the DCU. I want it, I, I need to see it on a trailer, on the big screen. He was on the big screen, in Flash. I know they did the same thing with like, but was it anything though, or was it just? I mean, I mean, I, mean, I want a full blown Marvel. I want okay, his, his own movie, not on. not a cameo. No, 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 no. Yeah, not a cameo. I want Batman versus Superman, Keaton versus Cage. That's what I want, bitch. Give me that. I, I don't. I don't mean you, bitch. Be, I mean DC. I know. DC. I, I, I know who that bitch was directed at. That's why you're still alive. Yeah, and also <laughs> speaking of which, knife get, of the day, and and, and get and, Timmy Birdie uh, to direct it too, please. You know what? I'm gonna save knife of the day for a little bit later. Why don't we? Why don't we play the trailer? We should. Can we? We should. We should. There's we should. a lot of knives in here. There's a pairing the, there's, knife. There's a butcher knife. There's one. There's one that gets credit here because it goes into the pole knife. No. 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 Okay. All right. All right. Uh, real quick though. Um, so. Let's do something a little different. No trailer? This we will. Okay. But let's do it this way. I'm going to rate the mist the normal color uh uh version. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Theatrical release in color. Yes. And then I'm going to tell you that you do that and then after the trailer we'll give our rewatch theatrical long version and I didn't know this movie was 2 hours and 15 something minutes long. Yeah, the it's long extended. version. Yeah, so what would you give the color theatrical release version? Uh, Tomatoes gave it 73, audience score 65. Oh, I was going to give it a 75. Fair enough. Okay, okay, I I respect that. No, I'm glad I'm in line with them. That works. I was going to give it a 78, meaning it's not not Event Horizon status, but damn, it's close. Yeah. Uh, I'm now I'm going to play the trailer and we're going to think about the, uh, the regular version. Now this trailer is in black and white. Wink, wink. Get it? Cause it's not. I get it. Okay. Got too close to something real. And now. Sweet. Oh yeah. I was like, that's uh, I was like, I don't remember there being full automatic fire. In no, the- I, I, there was not full automatic fire in this movie. Uh, this is the movie Argyle, which I actually do want to see, but anyway, here we go. Son of a bitch. See, I give and I give. Now listen, everybody. We are experiencing some kind of disaster. No, it's the end of days. Oh my God. Something in the mist. Shut the doors. Shut the doors. whether it's man-made or natural, but I do know that it's definitely not supernatural. And nobody else heard 
sound? What sound? I don't know. Like something was like pressing against the door. But the only way we're gonna help ourselves is to seek rescue. We're going out. You tie this around your waist? Or four. It'll let us know you got at least 300 feet. There's nothing out there. Nothing in the mist. Nothing wrong. Then I guess the chuck would be on me. to take sides, the saved and the damned. Read the good book, it calls for blood. Think something got in? Guys, I hear something. Don't you know the truth? We are being punished. You traitor. We have to get out of here. Who knows how far this mist has spread? Could be the whole world for all we know. Wouldn't make us any less dead. Daddy, don't go. If something happens, cut and run. You can't go out. I won't allow it. Won't allow it. It was them! Bring down the final wrath upon us! We want the boy! That's what brung down the wrath of God! So there is our trailer, the original trailer for the uh, colored movie. It looked so bad. Just watching I the trailer. they had that like early 2000s blue light filter for the mist. Yeah, which it makes sense because it's misty, but still. Still, it looks like the fucking twilight filter. So let's go over some of our vitals, shall we? So uh, this made um, two hours and five minutes was the theatrical version, which I thought was shorter. The one we watched was about 10 minutes longer. Uh, two uh twenty five point six million dollars, uh released on August tenth, uh Gene's birthday, of twenty sixteen was streaming and then November twenty first wide um in oh uh, seven, and I swear I thought this was like twenty oh three. Yeah, I thought so too. I I really thought it was like oh three because I I swear to you I was not theater hopping at the time. I think you were. (laughs) No, I think what happened is I went to go see a movie and it sucked. And I was hanging out with Jonathan. We were drunk and we just went to another theater. I've I've been known to do that like in my in my 20s and 30s Mm. and teens. Like if a movie just sucked, I just get up, go to the bathroom, go to go see another movie. You know, I mean, have you or or someone was being annoying, like in the theater, like checking their cell phone and shit. And you're like, instead of complaining like a dick, I'm just going to go see another movie. Oh, no, I, I confront people. Yeah. If they don't do no, it, I, I sit there and I throw popcorn from behind them. <laughs> no, I mean, it's, yeah, but when it's you and the person, yeah, but, or a full theater, and you're like, can you all, from all of us, can you shut the fuck up? Yes. That's one thing. But if it's like a small theater and it's just them and you and they have their girl and you have your girl, you're like, I'm not going to get in a fucking fist fight over. I'm not getting in a fist fight. I just throw popcorn. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Well, I mean, you forget I'm a quite large yeah, man. I'm yeah, pretty imposing. I don't know. <laughs> I know, but you know, Vallejo theaters are a little bit different. Um, yeah. So, uh, I don't know what the budget on this was. It's not giving me too much information. To be honest with you, I didn't do so much research. This actually does have. It's a two disc set. It's got a lot of stuff on it. So I might do. You know, it follows the mist where I do like a a, a 
you know, when we got more time, I'll, I'll do more info on it. An afterthought on it. An afterthought, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I will tell you this, man. Um, fuck, man. The version we watch is, is night and day different. So Superior. Here's version. our players. We got Thomas Jane, who plays uh, David Dalton, of course. The Punisher. Uh, well, not my Punisher. He's, you know, he, he's a great Punisher. But not my Punisher. Are you are you claiming Dolph Lundgren? No. Okay. Claiming the series. Oh yeah, Joe Bernthal. Yeah. Of, of Walking Dead fame. Speaking, Speaking of, of which, there is so many Walking Dead, and apparently it was the same producer. Yeah, Frank Darabont. Yes. Yeah, Frank yeah. Darabont has like his crew that he loves, and um, Carol. Andrea and uh, Her- not Herschel. So we have Macy Gray uh, Harden. She plays the uh, the cultist. Um, we have Lauren Holden. She's uh, Andrea in the series. And I don't know if there's any relation, but their mouths do look alike. Yes. Okay. We have is Allstate in your hands. Mm-hmm. We have that dude. His name is um, Andrew Butler. We have Toby Jones, who's my favorite character, Oli. We have William, uh, not Sadler, but it. It's William Sadler. William Sadler. Okay. Sadler. Lord Sadler. Oh, it's Osmond Sadler. I know. I'm kidding. Jeffrey uh, McDunn, who uh, uh, plays Dan Miller, who is also in Walking Dead. Um, Irene is uh, the old lady. I, I think this is probably the last movie she did. I'm, and then um, Alexa uh, Dalvis, who uh, plays Sally, and she is also in They Live. Believe it or not. What? Yeah. Sam. Uh, she would have had to have been two. No. She just doesn't age. Uh, that's her, dude. Let me let me go see. Uh, the girl who got stung in the neck. No. No. Uh, no. She was in Clash of the Titans. She, no, dude. She's older than I am. Uh, okay. We're talking about a different person. I thought you were talking about the-, the Shaved the, head girl. Oh. Okay. Yeah. No. That's Carol from Walking Dead. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, yeah, she's, dude, she's only a year older than me. Can you believe that shit? She looks a little shit. She just doesn't age. She's looked like 37 her whole life. Um, then we have uh, Chris Owen and we have Sam Witwer, who yep. is uh, Star Killer. There you go. And the voice of Darth Maul. Okay. I don't know much about that. So, um, but that's our guys. You remember and, Darth Maul from episode one, Duel Side No, of I know. Yeah. I, I, I fucking nearly walked out of uh, Phantom Menace when he died. I was so pissed. <laughs> like, for real. I was, like, genuinely upset. I'm they like, introduce the coolest character and kill and him And kill off. him off. And you're like, really? No. Like, they bring him back. Don't worry. He's not actually dead. I In the movies, he's gone. In, yeah, but in the series, he's still there. <laughs> yeah, it's because he sold way more merchandise. Than remember they had Darth Maul head fucking cups at Taco Bell? I forgot about those. Dude, I remember at the 98 cent store, like I, there was so much Darth Maul shit there. Like when, when uh, uh, six months after that year movie came out, mm-hmm. like it was everywhere. Well, speaking of Star Wars and Sam Witwer, he plays Star Killer. And the funny thing is, here's Knife of the Day. Knife of the Day is a six inch butcher's knife held in a reverse grip. This and is you correct. see him walking, you know, through the pharmacy with the reverse grip. Yes. And I can't help but think that this movie which came out before his video game uh, Force Unleashed a Star yeah. Killer Star Killer carries his lightsaber in a reverse grip interesting um it had to have been some kind of influence dude there's there's got to be this movie I'll tell you what we were talking about movies um when we were having lunch uh with the the saddest endings 
I think one of the reasons why people like this movie so much is its ending is so what the fuck. That's but, good Lovecraftian horror right there, but buddy. But also- That's good Lovecraftian horror. At the time, there was not a l- lot of Lovecraftian horror on the screen for a while. We've had a kind of a renaissance with it. like yes. with, But like The Signal wasn't in theaters. Pontypool wasn't in theaters. The Sign wasn't in theaters. Mm-mm. The last like actual Lovecraftian horror movie besides this would probably either be The Lighthouse or one of the last Hellraisers. I can't think of- Can you- Oh, like I can't name one. It, it, like you're talking about just before this in the came 2000s out. in the early 2000s in yeah. the late 90s Ooh, top of my head hard to do i think like maybe hellraiser 6 yeah hellraisers you know obviously are right in that vein yeah well i mean they kind of started you know what we haven't even done one hellraiser yet not one we we definitely need to get on that not a big hellraiser guy i'm not either but the everyone first hellraiser movie is trash i heard number 2 is is like one of the it just like Freddie and Jason, mm-hmm. you know, like sometimes the first ones suck and the second one's great. Well, I've people tell me Hellraiser 2 is like the movie to, that we need to do. Like Phantasm didn't really do it for me. Uh, the Cube I really like, if you consider that Love FDN, I do. Slither I really like, which is very Slither's good. I like Slither's Slither. great. That came out what, 04? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it came out 04. I remember when um, I met. The crew when they were doing, we were doing Slamic Radio at a Comic Con, and they were doing it. Uh, not the same one with James O'Barr a couple of years before, mm-hmm. but also too, it was when Rob Zombie was uh, doing his whole Devil Rejects tour thing. So it was around that era. But either way, uh, now that we've rewatched the full version, well, not we weren't just talking about oh sorry Lovecraftian. We we're also yeah. talking about. The saddest endings. Yes, saddest endings. Jesus Christ. Well, you know, would you want to save that for the end? I would. I think that's a top 10 countdown or top five countdown thing. But if this doesn't make your top five, nay, top three. There are a few sadder endings in movies than, than this. Very few. So tragic that I forgot because we were rewatching it and it was a director's cut in some black and white. At a certain point, I go, "Oh shit!" I just remembered the ending, and you heard me reach for my whiskey, and I yep. went, "I went, huh. I did the like, huh, you yep. know." And I go, "Do you want a shot, dude?" Because <laughs> I knew it was coming. Because it wasn't at the end where you did that. It was the part where he's like, "It's okay. I'm gonna take you home. I'm gonna, yeah, we're gonna see and your I'm mother, like, and I'm gonna protect you no matter what." And, I'm and then like, it's like, "Ooh, I'm foreshadowing." Like, shit, bud, that's not happening. No, um, none of that happens. Rewatching it. Director's cut, black and white, the way it should have been filmed, the way he said it should have been filmed. Mm-hmm. Um, full version on the big screen. I did like that there was that option. It's like, do you want to play the little, you know, couple minute forward by Frank Darabont explaining why he wanted to do this? It's like, yes. Yes. Let's hear it. And I liked all of his reasonings for it, how it pays homage I'm, to early or mid to early 60s yeah. horror movies like Night of the Living Dead, where it. Makes it feel like a different movie. I'm gonna see if I could find it and put it on here. Um, either way, you just basically p- paraphrase it perfectly, mm-hmm. and I don't want this to be a clip show. Um, but uh, you know, if 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 you cannot find this, but I always say this: buy your physical media now, yeah. guys. Buy it now because. And if you can't find it to purchase, drink up, me hearties, yo ho. That and uh, figure out a way to fucking figure out a way to to find it on uh, disc or or download it or convert your TV. But I don't think if you convert your TV, it actually works the same way. 
because it's not coded correctly. I could be wrong. I don't know. It'd no, be they like, got some good ways to pirate now. Well, I'm not talking about pirate. I'm talking about to actually. I'm talking about pirate. Oh, okay. You Drink go. up me hearties, yo ho. I'll tell yo, you why. Is because yo, showing. Oh, pirate's life for me. Sh- when we saw the black and white version, this is the color version. The color version is actually brighter. If you were to just switch it in black and white, it wouldn't translate the same way. No. Like the movie was very darker. So what would you give it with the the scheme we watched it, the longer version with the black and white on the big screen? I gave it a 78 in color. I'm switching my fucking answer I up am, big oh, time. Oh, yeah. No. So this movie? Crow status? Beyond crow status. I'm giving this a 95. Wow. It checks all the boxes and it corrects so much wrong with yeah. the fucking like. The bad CGI in it's color. Fixed, fixed. It's fixed. It doesn't look because terrible anymore. The bugs are supposed to be scale or like like plasticky looking anyway. Mm-hmm. So it translates a lot better. The tentacles the look good because they're supposed to look slimy. So they look slimy and not mm-hmm. CGI. And the, the color doesn't look wrong. I remember no. it was like this weird fleshy, but it had like blues in it. And it looked and not only that, fake. Like, like, look at this. This is just a trailer right here. Look how it looks like sitcom cameras. Yeah. It, it does look like a. The lighting is wrong. The writing's weird. And maybe it's weird to throw you off, but if there was mist outside and then they do have to do that blue filter and then that fucks with you because now you're looking at blue filter the whole time. So it's like they're trying to correct bad CGI with lighting and then this with bad lighting and this and this instead of just going, fuck it, guys, let's just do it all in black and white and correct the lighting, turn the hues down. And I'm okay. I'm giving it an. Yeah, the I, light I, parts are almost blinding light, and it, it it gives you like that disorienting feel. And the dark parts are really dark. When he's stumbling around in the yeah. back, he actually looks like he doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah, in the color version, you can see a little bit better. So he just looks like, like a fucking buffoon. You're like, bitch, you don't need a light. <laughs> like yeah. it's so. Re- so yeah, this this movie is is. Uh, I'm giving it a ninety. I'm bumping it up that much. Every cinema sin, including. Like, if you are like me and you count the bullets, dude, they nail it. Yeah. On the head, exactly. They have 12 bullets. You can count every single one in this. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, There's more scenes with the... um, I think we should just get into it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's fuck this pig. (laughs) That's the episode, just us doing... To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. Fucking damn it! Fucking damn it! All right, so the mist, black and white director's cut version, certified fresh at ninety-two percent. Certified sharp. There you go. By us. Well, what, it, so are we gonna are we gonna narrow that down there? My ninety-five and your ninety. We're I'm gonna, gonna give say it a ninety-three. 90, I'm gonna say ninety-two. Three. It was that good. It is, but we're not gonna do ninety-two. We're not doing half points. We're not gonna be that fucking show. We're not going to be like, oh, let's just split that. No, come on. We need to fight over this one point. All right. So. All right. Hold on. Hold on. Another thing is the pacing. Yeah. And the the fade to blacks and how it comes back into scene and the time dilation. It feels like time has passed in this version. In the the original, it just felt like weird jump cuts. Yeah. I'm going to get. Okay. You know what? I'll tell you one thing. Let's hear it. 
I really want to go solid 93, but there's so many movies that we gave under a 93 that I don't think this is... I think the experience itself of watching it in a theater, in black and white, full thing, da-da-da, made it a 93. However... You're here, folks, 93. All right, fine, fuck it. (laughs) Oh, no, no, how about this? How about the plain and simple fact that if you watch it in color, it it drops it down 12 points, makes it a 92. You ask, okay, I'll tell you what then. Let's take the 93 and let's take the 78 and make one. No, we won't do that. That's no, unfair. No, that's not fair to the movie. We'll let... Okay, I'll tell you what. If you could actually find this, folks, on the internet, you watch it and tell us if it's 93 or 92 because right now we are... We are not... Dis- is, Fuck is, are we going to do Schrodinger's... No, you know what? No, the ending. Uh, it's 93. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Experiencing true madness like that, it yeah, it really. This is probably one of the better examples of Lovecraftian horror. Dude, Lovecraftian horror. Everything. Lovecraftian horror is what you don't see. It's what you think. It's what not you what see, you know. You can't and you can't. Co- yeah, exactly. And not only that, people turning on each other. Mm-hmm. Oh, hell is other people. Yeah. And this does it the best with the best weapon known as Christianity. Does mm-hmm. not. And we're not talking about love thy neighbor Christianity. We're talking about Baptist fucking like, like all, nearly speaking in tongues. Baptist, Pentec- that's the Pentecostals. Yeah. Yeah. No, Pentecostals. I said nearly. Are- I said nearly speaking uh. in tongues. Uh, so our movie starts off with there's like a storm and an earthquake, right? We have our main characters, uh, David, who. Well, the earthquake comes later. It's just the, it's just the storm. Yeah. There's like a huge storm. And uh, our main character, David, who looks like John Cena, kind of, like a young John Cena. Did you notice that? That bothered me the whole time. No. I think he looked more like the Punisher than he did John Cena. Either way. Um, You know, John Cena would have been... No, he wouldn't have. He was a better peacemaker. Um, (laughs) But uh, he's... It's funny because he does um, movie silkboard posters for, for studios... And the funny thing is he has the thing behind him, mm-hmm. and the one he's working on is The Stand. No, he's working on The Dark Tower. Dark Tower, rather, yeah. Which was not a movie. And At the time. It turned into a show way and, later. And it looks like it's Clint Eastwood's face. Yeah, it, that was definitely Clint Eastwood. Like, it's kind of like a hint, hint. Mm-hmm. Like, kind of like, hey, this is the next book that we're going to turn into a movie, which we didn't do. I know, but it's funny because they did do the Dark Tower, but they used um, Idris Elba. W- you know who they should have used, though. Mm. You know, Denzel Washington. Denzel Washington, dude. After seeing Book of Eli, it, come on, man. True, he did really good in that one. No, and if I was going to give that role to anybody, it would be uh, the dude. Really? Yeah. On, I could see him pulling that off. He did it really well in True Grit, and I think he could do it. No, I I think you're right. I think Bridges would have done good at it, really good at it. No, and True Grit, True Grit is like one of my favorite remakes. That's and John Wayne sucks. Ye- <sighs> Plus, John Wayne was a Nazi, and John Wayne was a fag. It's true, you boys. <laughs> he installed two way mirrors in his pad in Brentwood. He came to door in the dress. It's okay, buddy. A lot of people like to watch your brothers fuck, right? Fuck John Wayne, little pussy. Give me his fucking name. <laughs> you got to watch Repo Man, I swear. I, I, I quote every Man. time John Wayne comes up, I'm going to bring that up. <laughs> I, I actually like John Wayne's movies, but 
Not that one. Well, I'll tell you one thing, Pilgrim. You like my movies? He made the second best Western of all time, and that I was The Cowboys. Did. What movie was that? It was The Cowboys. Yep. Number one, but the best Western I'll of all time? tell the you. The best Western of all time, we got to admit, is Rango. You don't like Rango? I'll tell you one thing, Pilgrim. The best cowboy movie out there is Tombstone. Tombstone. Close number three. And then the second best is Young Guns. Young Guns? Really? I like that movie, Not Pilgrim. Unforgiven is number three. Okay. Where do you put 310 to Yuma? That would be number five. God damn. God damn. Where's Rango? Oh, you mean to Django. No, not Django. Rango. The D is silent, Pilgrim. <laughs> John Wayne's terrible, but I love it. I love you too, you smarmy son of a bitch. You probably lay in bed with the engines. Engines. Yeah, meaning you work on cars and you get cold at night and you got to turn on your engines to get warm. <laughs> I've seen you with my two-way... Mirrors in Brentwood. <laughs> well, wearing a dress there, Pilgrim. Uh, I'll tell you one thing. Maybe uh -huh, uh -huh. the Duke abides. The Duke abides. <laughs> uh, now, now I okay. Now I want a, a remake of. Uh, it's gonna have to be an AI remake. I want a remake of uh, the Big Lebowski, Lebowski with the with, Duke. Yeah, with the Duke. Well, I might be available for a review on that one there, partner. I'll review the movie about the dude, cause the Duke abides. Yeah, hippie, commie, Nazi bastard with your little buttons with Pikachu's on them. What do you know? Is that a communist thing? I just want to get to the scene of what the hell did any of that have to do with Vietnam? Ah, <laughs> uh, damn! I was in Vietnam, and I know Christoph Christopherson's. And he does not enjoy a sarsaparilla. He enjoys commie tears. No, you're Lebowski. I'm the Duke. <laughs> I'm the, yeah, smelly bastard. <laughs> the Duke of Bites. Anyway, back to this movie. Back to this movie. So, uh, yeah, uh, this giant storm blows in, right? And... Uh, this guy is like, yeah, but it's kind of cool to just see like the other artwork he did. Like he it, apparently this is the guy responsible for the thing artwork, or at least he's covering it and everything else. And um, which is kind of funny because if you see the cover art, it's very kind of close to that. Kind of like what he was doing there, yeah, exactly. And um, a tree blows through, destroys his shits the next morning. <clears throat> but the the cool thing is in this version we actually see him working on his painting before where in the actual movie i don't remember seeing i don't remember a lot i don't of remember it, yeah. that either but I, I i did see this six months ago so it's not like it's been like years and years and years it's been years and years for me okay i saw the color version um like the last time i called out sick and that was probably about four months ago so it's not been like years and years but somewhat it, fresh in your mind it's somewhat fresh in my mind but it was on i think either amazon prime or youtube uh, or sorry, Amazon Prime or like Netflix. So it could have been edited down because I mean, I always say buy your fucking media because they edit that shit down because I do not remember it me being over two hours long. This for sure was the one we watched was over two hours and 15 minutes long. Easy. Yeah. Easy. I mean, God, they're tangent. I know I'm going to tangent for this fucking early. They are editing the shit out of streaming movies. I know they they 
they're editing shit. Okay, I know they're going to do Star Wars. They're going to, you know, add some bullshit in there. They always fucking do. I could not believe that they edited Muppet Christmas Carol. Get the fuck out of here. They cut a full fucking song from Muppet Christmas Carol. Get the fuck out of here. Are yep. you serious? If you get on Disney Plus right now and you start streaming Muppet Christmas Carol, the love is gone. Cut. Not there. Dude, that's Removed. one of the I'm telling you, Disney are the greatest fucking uh, uh, butchers of this, dude. They do it more than anybody. I would appreciate it but if here's you did the thing. something that made sense. Here's the problem, though. They play the song at the end, Love is Found. It's like, why are we playing Love is Found if we didn't play the Love is Gone? Dude, I guarantee you, you're going to be watching Never Ending Story and the whole Atreyu thing's going to be gone, uh, the Swamp of Sorrow, and you're going to go, wait a minute. Where's Artax? Yeah, that's going to be gone. There's going to be a lot of things gone from a lot of movies, and it happens slow and slow. And this is the reason you will have to pull my fucking VHS copies of the original Star Wars movies from my cold, dead hands. I'm telling you, dude, I just bought Prey on DVD. Like, I got it brand new, like, unopened. I am going to swear to you, within a year, I... Want to rewatch it on Hulu and then rewatch it and see what they cut out because I guarantee they're going to cut like even if it's just like little things here and there, yeah, just little things here. Oh, it only adds up to three minutes per year. But and what happened? What changed? Exactly. Yeah. And then, but eventually, you take an hour and forty-seven minute movie and now it's eighty-five minutes because of ten years of just little trimmings here and there and here and there and here and there. Oh. You know what they're going to do now? They're going to sell it to you as a customizable experience. They have video games now where, you know, it's like a regular horror video game, but there's a arachnophobia mode where the spiders don't look like spiders anymore. And there's like a little scaler thing to where if you have arachnophobia, you can scale it all the way up and they look like the big scary fucking spiders that they had in the game mm. or scale it all the way down and they look like something completely different. They don't look like spiders. So anymore. you can make them look like face huggers or like the spiders from Skyrim, depending on what you want to do. Kind of thing. No, no, no. Make it to where it doesn't even look like a spider anymore. It's just an object that's coming at yeah, you. Yeah, it's just something that's coming at you. Interesting. Reduces the amount of eyes, reduces the amount of legs, and makes it, you know, like less furry. And yeah. They, they, then why play a horror game? Why do any of this? Because they're going to sell it to you as, you know, customizability. But really, for the most people, it's just going to be removal of content. Now, here's here's the thing. and I know we're talking about a movie, but this is the knife party. You've seen the mist. It's the tangent you, party you, sometimes. You, you Deal know, with it. You know how our show is right now. We're at over 200 episodes for a reason. Um, I was talking to my wife recently and Jeff, right? And um, I was, we got into something and I was like, isn't it funny how everything, people want to bring into politics, even though it's not politics. Example, this arachnophobia thing, right? Mm -hmm. If anyone brought it up and they were stupid, they can go, oh, well, it's because they want to censor it and censorship and this and that and da-da-da-da-da. Oh, it's like, God, that's such you, a fucking you know, lazy but do, argument. Do, do yeah. you, see, you see what I mean, though? Yeah. Stupid people would immediately go like to that argument. And, uh, uh, and, and then it turns into, Joe Biden's taking our fucking spiders. Exactly. Well, I was thinking this recently because I was listening to something where I was talking about you about Disney editing things, but at the same review, I was shitting on Disney for editing shit because they were being very, like, you know, woke, right? But it had nothing to do with that. I'm saying they're editing shit just to, they don't want to, it's not in their just best interest. It's not in their best interest 
to have adventures with babysitting a 17 year old prostitute. It's just not because yeah. of so it's also, like we can't say the F slur anymore and calling one of their characters the F slur probably not a good option. You know, you, it's like, yeah, you've been talking rumors about me, kid. Yeah, not good. Uh, dude, the movie is fine. If you watch it, it, it doesn't. By the way, speaking of which, that word now I'm not and I'm not pulling an Eminem or anything else like that. That is like one of the tamest words ever. Like it is so tame, right? Have you now if the word bashing is after it, then yeah, I'm on dude, I'm with fuck that. Yeah. Right? But just oh come on, man. You're that's so gay. It's so lame. And you not know, the fun you kind. Know, you know what I mean? It's yeah, or, or it's like, oh dude, something It's like it's it's so it's so a nothing burger. If you know what I mean, yeah, right. I, I know it's a nothing burger because it's never been used against me that way. Well, well, you know, in but. that movie, he goes like, "Thor's a fag." That's what he, and it's it's not it's a nothing. It's not even like it's not harsh. It's a, it's a fourteen or fifteen year old dude saying what you're doing is so stupid, mm-hmm. and he's just going, "Thor's a fag." Whatever. It's like not a big deal. Yeah, it, it for people that you know have been called that. Constantly, their whole fucking lives. I can see why they get upset. I am with you. I can see why they get upset when people use it. I so am with. Like, yeah. I am with you. But I don't think that was Disney's intention. Is what I'm saying. Disney's, what I'm saying Disney's, Disney's intention, intention was totally different than looking out what, for somebody. What did, what did we say last time? What is Disney's intention always? Money, money. So yeah, they're obviously going to protect their brand. They're going to protect one of their characters, and they're not going to have the F slur being put on their own fucking pl- streaming platform. No, I think the F slur ends with a T, and that's the one I'm not going to ever. Well, the short one either. Yeah. Well, the short one is so cute. It's kind of like uh, maybe it's kind of like British, and you want a cigarette, but that's about it. It's kind of like I might actually have one. It's kind of like have you ever Give called a Lucky Strike for uh, me? Lucky Strike. Have you ever? What? Have you ever? been dirty talking with your wife and called her genitals something that she didn't like and she got mad at you safe to say no okay because <laughs> i have... i don't want to hear that story i don't want to hear what you called so i'm going genitals. down on my wife right ah and i called it the p word so back in the mist um, and then she got mad at me so they all because uh, she thought into the car yes and they start heading towards the grocery store well 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 wait a minute so the neighbor who's named norton who's the is all state in your hands? That guy. Who he oddly enough he asks about his insurance. It's, I know, right? <laughs> and here's the other thing: they have like a weird rapport where they don't like each other. You could tell there was some issues. There's an issue because there was like a lawsuit. Well, anyway, so David, the main character, his his boathouse is destroyed by his neighbor's dead tree falling over, and he's been saying, "Hey, get rid of." It. This is just like character development here. But basically, the neighbor's tree fell on it, and he told him to remove it. And then he goes over to talk to the neighbor, and then and they, they have beef. Because the neighbor's like, you know, like... But they actually kind of bond when he bond sees that his because fucking he's, car's destroyed. He he's sees like, oh, that nine, sucks, man. I like that car. He knows about it he and everything. Says, they he kind said, of have a moment together. Yeah, he goes, he goes, yeah, I drove up uh, in this. I wanted the top down and everything. And he points to like a 1980s Mercedes, and it's cherry. And even says, oh, dude. Bottom of my heart, man, that sucks. Like, that really is terrible. Because his his uh, car got smashed on... Um, it wasn't even that cool of a car, but I guess he liked it for whatever reason. Dude, 80s Mercedes, like, yeah, I wouldn't, like, be proud of owning it. Yeah, I'd be like, that's, that's a car. But if it was, like, you know, top-notch, it's a good car. It's pretty reliable. So back to my wife's vagina. Anyway, um, no, so- okay, so if we're talking about cool 80s cars, like... 
that's not one of them. That's that's not even top of the list. No, I mean like if you want like a cool luxury, like what he had is just a cool old school luxury car though, and it was like kept up and you know didn't have road miles on it. You know, I get I could I could see what they were come from. It's just like a cool Sunday cruising car. Yeah, so I guess so. He is a lawyer, so yeah, yeah. obviously. Bo- okay, this is before the white BMW was the status. Yes. Of it. So yeah. Well, it was after that, but this was a gray colored, like really cool. Anyway, well, it was classy, but it wasn't cool. It, it, it was. I, I'm with you. I mean, I think a Lincoln Continental is way more cool. But yes. So uh, anyway, I have an affinity to that car because it's my first one. So they're talking, and even though they're, you know, like they they've had their odds and ends. It's like, well, hey, my car's busted. Hey, I'm really sorry your car's busted. Like, hey, hey, any you're chance to you're town, going to town? And they get in the car together. They get in the car together. With the boy. And then and they, the wife stays home. And the wife stays home, and them and the boy, and and they're talking, and they're like, yeah, they're talking about the crazy neighbors, and like, oh, so we're not alone. We actually have crazy neighbors, and we have a common ground, knowing that this community is kind of crazy, because mm-hmm. we're some people are townies, and some people are out of townies, and we're both out of townies, and we don't really know the townies. And they start talking about like the girl at the store who like will like read your palm and shit like that, right? And foreshadowing. The crazy lady who likes reading tabloids and talking yep. about the end of times. Yes. Uh, yeah. Foreshadowing, she comes up a later. A little bit, yeah. And then time. while they're driving down the road, all of a sudden you see a bunch of uh, Humvees and, uh, you know. Now, the version we watched, okay, the normal version you see go by twice. The version we watched, they go by, incidentally, they don't even, like, show it or mention it. You just mm-hmm. see them drive by. And then they, they comment the they, second time. They, they comment the second time, and then they go by two more times. Mm-hmm. Did you notice that? Yeah. Because then the third time he goes, they were going pretty fast, don't you think? Yeah, the second time, like, what are they doing? It's like, I don't know, they're up in some, the mountains. Some yeah, some test or drill or whatever. Probably some missile defense system. Yeah, they, yeah. They know a little bit, like, about it, but they don't know so what's I, going on. I don't remember the third time where they go, they were going pretty fast, don't you think? Yeah. And then there's a fourth time where they both kind of just look at each other and don't say anything. And you're like, something's going on. Huh. I don't remember that in the original. No, I don't. So anyway, they, uh, they're they pulling up to this, uh, I think it's called like what, F- Food Town or Food, food Mar- it's not Food Mart, but Food Town or something. Food some- Town, Food for Less, something like that. Yeah. Something like food that. Land. So they're pulling up and of course, like the whole town is going nuts trying to buy batteries and everything else. They're a lot of canned food. A lot of canned food. They're all stocking up because something I didn't fucking get is like it's 2007. Yeah. He went to a payphone. It's like 2007. All the payphones were gone. Dude, this is another thing with that Mandela effect thing. I I swear to God, I swear to you, this movie came out like 03. Yeah, 03. If he went up to a payphone because the cell phones weren't working, yeah, that happened all the fucking time. Dude. But like 2007, oh, could you find a payphone anymore? Dude, I'm telling you, I, I I don't know what it is. Everywhere I look, this movie it says it came out in 2007. I think it's a great conspiracy against me, or maybe I'm just going fucking crazy. I swear to God, I saw this in 03. Like I really thought I did, unless a movie came out just like it, and it just didn't make success. But I even remember it being called The Miss, and yeah. I remember like all the scenes. But when people go, this came out in 07, I'm like, that's not right. This movie's, you know, it's the opposite. Usually when you go, Taken, you know that movie's like 12 years old, right? Mm-hmm. Seems like it's only like, what, five years old, six years old, seven years old, maybe, nope. tops? Really? It really feels like that old? No, it, 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 does, it does feel old because I know there was like a lot of passage of time between when I first watched it and when I... Oh, okay. Well, you know what I mean, though. But yeah. if I tell you that like a certain album came out or whatever, you're like, man... It was a while ago, right? 
This movie, when you tell me, I'm like, it seems way sooner than that. But anyway, that's just me. Yeah. They go to the parking lot. And they're walking in, and and uh, uh, but he needs to check on something, so he goes to the payphone. Mm-hmm. While Norton, the neighbor, and and uh, uh, the kid, they go shopping together, and he goes, "Make sure you hold their hand." Now this got me a little bit, because even though they're not cool, it's like I'm trusting you with my kid. This is like a building exactly, a bridge, exactly. Know? That got me. I'm like, that's a, I like that. Yeah, you know. But that that no that really what I, like what it, I didn't like character though, development. I thought that was really good. What I didn't like though is he obviously like he makes the comment he's like your wife should be a doctor with his fucking handwriting, you know he's like yeah sorry about that you you get used to it yeah. and then he goes and starts getting stuff off the list and one of the things he reaches up and grabs is a can of yams. I can't fucking imagine anywhere on that list in after an emergency. Hey, don't forget the canned yams. It's because he couldn't read her writing. He goes, you get used to it. So he's just grabbing <laughs> random things. Does that make more sense? It <laughs> makes more sense. It makes more sense. He's unless, grabbing unless random he's shit. Like, yeah, I got her list. I want some yams for me. It's like, who wants yams? No, no. He was just like, I can't read your shit, so I'm just going to grab random stuff and throw it in there, and you'll figure it out. She's obviously the cook. Yeah. She, you know. Give her random ingredients. She'll make dinner. It's fine. What, what does one make with candy yams? All I can think of is candied yams at uh, Thanksgiving. Can you make like a pie out of them? Technically, yeah, it would be a sweet potato pie. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. but uh, I don't know. You know, what? I'm gonna find out. Did you know it at the um... coming up on knife party baking reviews? Yeah. <laughs> you know what's funny is if you donate to um, the Juggalos, they don't allow you to donate candy yams. Really? Yep. They only take quote unquote real food. Meaning, so cream corn flies nope, by. Nope. Okay. Nope. It's only SpaghettiOs, Chef Boyardee. It's got to be like open up and can eat out of that. Like when they do the can, which I respect. They're like, don't give us your leftover shit. Give us actual food that people are going to want. Like give us top ramen, not like. Um, we want beefaroni, goddammit. No, no. Dude, it's funny you said that. Did you read his book? He goes, that was an actual quote from Violent J. <laughs> he goes, we want beefaroni, goddammit. That was actually a real quote. That was a real quote. To be fair, who doesn't want beefaroni? Dude, I rehad it recently. It does not hold up. Like, in your mind. You know, when you're a kid, obviously, Chef Boyer D. Raviolis were, like, the best, right? Oh, yeah. Eat them now. And you're going to go. I still like beefaroni better. It just tastes like ketchup and sugar, though. Yeah, it's, I still like beefaroni. Beefaroni is pretty solid, but have you? If you had my beefaroni, you would go like to be damned. It's well, obviously, yeah. Any any homemade shit's gonna be better than canned. But you can make beefaroni easily, though. You just gotta boil. But you know what you can't make beefaroni out of? Fucking yams. No, you cannot. Okay, back to the yams. Yes, mm-hmm. I anyway. think that she wrote probably get uh, canned clams, and he just. Couldn't read her writing and just got steamed clams. Yeah, steamed clams. Yeah. That's what no, we call steamed hams. That's what we call hamburgers. Yeah, uh, I think maybe she wanted to make clam chowder. He couldn't read her fucking writing. We'll see. So now we get to the point where well, the kid's asking, "Are you guys friends now? Like, what's yeah. going on?" And he's like, ah, "Having a somewhat sweet moment." He's like, like, "Okay, goes, slice of life." He goes, "But I'm trying. Like, I don't know. I'm trying. I'm just being a good neighbor." And then the mist rolls in. Mm-hmm. The mist rolls in, and in comes running one we, of our Walking Dead but, characters. But 
Dude, the way it happens on the black and white version is so Night of the Living Dead where you see it creep or, or like Return of the Living Dead mm-hmm. where you see like the mist actually has kind of like a, a character to it. Yeah, it doesn't move like regular mist. And trust me, we know how mist moves here in the Bay Area. Yes. Holy shit, we've seen a lot of it. Well, what I'm saying is that it just the lighting and everything else, they darken all the background so the mist actually looks like it's its own character, like the blob or the stuff. Like yeah. it, it gives it like it, it seems alive. Yeah. It makes it it makes you think that almost sentient. It, there thank you. That's the word yeah. I was looking for. So the mist comes rolling in, and then all of a sudden you see it start enveloping the cars in the parking lot. You hear one guy get crunched, and then you see uh, this old guy come running in. His nose is bleeding, bashes through the door, and he says, there's something in the mist, and they start closing yeah. up the doors. Everyone kind of goes quiet, and then you hear a, um, an air raid siren go off. Yeah. It I was going to ask about this. Mm-hmm. So you're in the military. We've had a few people on the show in the military. Thousands of years ago, yes. Um, do those air raid sirens, do they still like exist and work? Because I have never heard an air raid test. No, they, they usually don't test air raid sirens for obvious reasons. It freaks people the fuck out. Yeah. Um, but at this point, uh, I don't think anybody knows the difference between an air raid siren or a, uh, natural disaster siren. So, so the one that we were used to. Because uh, they would always do the test was at Chevron Richmond, which is a gas leak H2S siren. They would do it at, um, on certain days. That's going to be the same one. Like in Hawaii, we had the tsunami warning. Any natural disaster or anything like that yeah. is going to be, you know, a single monotone. Uh, yeah. And then cut off. But the air is, is air raiding. Uh, yeah, that's air raid. But so, it's always like that. Well, yeah, if it's the 1940s and you're smoking a lucky strike, strike that's and right, here that's come good. the Japanese, yes, yes, the Japanese. To attack our boats. Uh, they're going to they're gonna attack our boats after they build our railroads. Oh, that's the wrong race. It's okay. They're all the yellow people to us because we are racist and we are from 1940s. Oh, yes. Accurate statement. Yes, yes, indeed. <laughs> so, I was going to say a color in the word man is a great worker, but I won't because I don't want to be canceled again. So, yeah. Uh, the PlayStation is all in fair. Oh, wait. Whoa, whoa, whoa. PlayStation. <laughs> yes, that's right. In the future, they will have these games that you play on screens, and they will call it video games. It is the the Japanese uh, response to the atomic bomb. They will take your money and your children, and you will be playing Resident Evil. Yeah. <laughs> or even better. They'll make these video games, and you'll play as our boys flying the P-51 Mustang, That's fucking right. their shit up. They're going to make that game. Yes, they're, they're the it's bad called guys. Pearl Harbor. It's no, a 1945. Great game. Oh, sorry, that game too. Yes, I remember that game. It was Actually, it was, I like that game. Yeah, a lot of fucking quarters went into that bitch. Dude, <laughs> do you remember when you got all the power-ups and your plane just shot like fucking like lasers. eight straight-up missiles? and la- Yeah, that was yeah. good times. Yeah, it was like eight green lasers once you got all I the know. power-ups. So fun. And then if you hit both buttons at the same time, you're fucking... Mustang did a flip and then dropped bombs yeah, everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the Konami version, right? I don't remember. It, it was Neo Geo something, I think. No, I think that was the Konami version. The ones where you flipped and you did that. Anyway, go on. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, God, where the fuck? Oh, yeah, so the siren's going off. Everyone just kind of freezes in place like, okay, I don't know what to do at this moment. And then the earthquake hits. Yes. Rumbles 
everything kind of shakes. It's, but it's not an earthquake, folks. We find out later. Do we? Yeah. So the earth shakes and everything. Everyone kind of hunkers down. Obviously not Californians because they're just kind of standing there, not protecting their heads or getting under anything. Just kind of just kind of fucking standing there, getting hit in the head with fucking ceiling tiles. Well, here's the thing about Californians, though, too. If we actually got an earthquake, we're good because we are like, how is it? We have an earthquake meter is, did a picture fall off the floor? Oh, then you're fine. Did it rattle my bed? We're fine. And Californians aren't dumb enough. Like, I have always done this, too. It's like, we are always trained. Never hang anything heavy over your bed. Nope. Never sleep next to anything heavy that could fall out. Like, we always have our layouts. Like, if you, like, like the Sims, where everything is against the wall, mm-hmm. in a way. You know what I mean? And the beds are always kind of like facing the door. Yes. Now, I know a lot of people, I always think it's weird. Do, do you find it weird when you find a bed and the floor uh, post of the bed is not facing the door? I always think that's weird. It is. Or is that just a California thing? Uh, I think it's a California thing. It's got to be, right? Because if you see barracks, they're all facing each, like the Inside. windows. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I just think that's like, it's so weird for me. Like, if it, whenever I, like, I always just think like the, but it's another thing, too. Like, if I go to a bar with you, I have to face the wall, or the door, rather, like the entryway. You know, that's like a, just a weird, like, paranoia thing, but still. Yeah, that, that's that's paranoia. <laughs> no, it's not. I do the same thing, and it's paranoia. Okay, well, so it's good. It's healthy paranoia. It's then. healthy paranoia. We okay, live in a good. shit area, so yes. So, yeah, a bunch of shit kind of, like, falls off, but you got to remember, this is, like, in Maine, and I don't think Maine's had an earthquake ever. Um, they're due for one. Well, not like I don't a, think they are. <laughs> I, I don't think that. If you're in Maine and an earthquake just happened and your child died, we we apologize, but it's not our fault. It's your fault for putting your bed facing the wrong way. Um, <laughs> so yeah, a bunch of stuff falls down and then shit escalates quickly. Yes, very start quickly. Freaking the fuck out. Uh, a couple people want to leave immediately, and uh, oh no, it's only Carol that wants to leave immediately. Uh, Carol from Walking yeah. Dead is in this, and and like, she plays the exact same character. Basically, no, her kids lived in this one. <laughs> True. True. Oh, that was dark. Oh, no, it wasn't dark. That was funny. I, I would give you the daha of the moment, but we already did it. Unless yeah. you want it. No, no, no. I don't we'll think you earned it. it. We'll save it when I earn it. Was it wasn't not a line of the day. No. So, uh, Carol's like, hey, I I need to go save my kids. Uh, the oldest is eight. She doesn't always watch her younger brother. I need to go. Yeah. Is anybody going to help me? And everyone kind of just looks at their fucking feet like, mm, no Dude, thanks. Yeah. And then and she goes, no one's going to accompany a lady to the car. And no one's going to see a lady home. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. So she's like, fine. Fuck y'all. And just leaves of her own power. Just walks yeah. out into the mist. And that makes this ending even Better. better yes it makes it even better it's like the cherry on top dude mm-hmm. it really is so everyone else is about to pay the price for being a coward uh <clears throat> so well, nobody i want to cowardice but if they would have helped her they would have all gotten to safety think so yeah okay carol got to safety maybe she did some shit maybe she tripped a five-year-old also yes maybe she did some shady shit so we don't know we don't know but uh, what we do know is everyone else starts to make a series of bad decisions. Uh, so everyone kind of picks like a spot to hang out in. Rational but bad decisions. Yeah. Everyone picks a spot to hang out in. Uh, 
obviously we meet our insane fucking character. Um, yeah, so uh, we have the... What was her name? Um, I could look her up. but the, I, All I know is bitch, you know? The Baptist preacher bitch. So we have her. Uh, she's she's like, dude, she's my mother-in-law in a nutshell. Evangelical bitch. My mother-in-law is way nicer than she is, but like whenever anything happens, like when Israel was attacked, like she like started getting out Bibles and saying, see, it's in... It was prophesied, and I'm like, oh no. Oh, God. And I was like, no, there's a bunch of stupid people doing a bunch of stupid shit, and hopefully they'll be eradicated because fuck terrorism. However, don't breed too much into this. Just believe in Christ like you do, and you'll be fine, okay? Just chill. Chill with Jesus. Mm-hmm. Ch- Jesus and you, chill. Take a Jesus chill. Pill. Hang out. Fuck with religion, man. I want to. I just, I'm not. I have too much ego. I really wish I could be a religious person. I really do. I like and all. It's all honesty, about control. That's all it is. There's gotta be there's gotta be one out there that makes sense. There's gotta be. Anyway, I haven't uh, found one yet. I, well so. <laughs> I'm still I, I haven't either. And I'm still looking. I'm yeah. just saying, hey man, if you got it, cool. Good on you. The last thing you wanna do is create panic within a bunch of people. That just experienced something very supernatural inside a grocery store and, and, and getting them to turn on each other physically. Now, it doesn't happen quickly, but it, or sorry, sorry, it doesn't happen right away, but it does escalate very fucking quickly. Well, there are some things to help exacerbate that, like uh, our aisle three crew. Our loyal friend. Uh, yeah, yeah. All of our main characters, you know, yeah. the ones we love. Ollie, the yeah. one of the checkers. Um, Who, by the way, gets a lot of shit from the manager. He's the assistant manager. And he's kind of like the, like, oh, whatever, Frodo kind of, like, little guy character. But he turns out to be, like, one of the biggest fucking bosses of the of yeah. this. Like, Dude's a badass. But we don't, we learn it slowly. In, Certified BAMF of the movie. Yeah. So, and and just like, and, and by the way, if you've ever worked at a grocery store, the assistant manager always know way more than the manager. They just do. Because yeah. they have to do everyone's fucking job. I know. Yep. They, yeah, the regular manager, just a face. Just yeah, a face. you know how you get... Yeah, exactly. The regular manager is a face and usually has a two-year fucking uh, college degree from a fucking community college. They're all Phoenixes. Yep. <laughs> fucking University of Phoenix. I know what you're going for. Yep. I knew exactly what you're going for because uh, you're not wrong. <laughs> I have I have testimonial evidence. Not that I was one, but I do know. It's Are like you a Phoenix? You... No. Okay. No, no. I wouldn't step foot in a college. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Any whore. Uh, so we meet him. We meet uh, Andrea from The Walking Dead. And then, uh, yeah, a couple other older people. Her character is really good, too, by the way. Yes. And also, too, uh, we have the old dude from The Walking Dead who we mentioned earlier. Uh, God, not Herschel. I keep thinking. I keep going back. It to is Herschel. Herschel. No, Herschel's the old guy with the farm. He's the guy with the RV. Yeah, Why the yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But right anyway, now? yeah, so he's in here, too, and he's got his his wits about him. And um, so the IL-3 crew, I really like that. So they're making sure that, you know, the kid is okay and he's being safe and they're trying to figure shit out. Dale. Dale, thank you. Yep. It's one thing at a time. So at first, oh, and by the way, we have uh, Breaker from uh, Demon Knight and he's also, I forgot his name in um, Shawshank, but he's also Mm -hmm. in this too. And he starts off on their team. His name is Jim in the movie. Yep. And, um, well, he doesn't start off on their team. He doesn't join the Isle 3 crew until after the back room. Yes. So we're just about to get to the back room right now. 
So they're going to turn on the generator because all the, the shit pumps off. And they're like, well, the food will stay cold, but the backup generator will do will keep that going, right? So right now, we haven't had like an quote-unquote attack yet. Am I wrong? Nope. Nothing yet. So now... Uh, you take over right yeah, now. So now because, David's going yeah. into the back. And this is a, where the uh, the black and white really shines. Like we were saying earlier. Agreed. Yeah. 100% agreed. So when agreed. you go into the back rooms... This is... This is okay. Real quick. The beginning of so this movie... taking over. Holy shit. No. Real quick, though. <laughs> the beginning of this movie, it feels different with black and white. The whatever scene to getting to the store, it's about the same... But the moment he walks in the back room, black and white versus color is where this movie goes, oh, oh shit. Yeah. This it, is, it hits different. It does. And the reason is because the the black part, the shadows are black. You cannot really see. You can tell he's in the back rooms. He's in a warehouse, loading dock, whatever. The shadow play <clears> is magnificent. But yeah, the lighting is perfect. So he's walking around trying to get to the uh, the generator, which he sees is smoking at this point. He's like, oh, shit. And he's trying to get back to it, and he goes back there, shuts it off. The light goes off. So he turns, hits his head, and falls a little bit. Now, in the colored version, when he does that, he looks kind of stupid. It's you can, because it's so well lit. Right. As the audience, you can see, but it's, it's like when it's nighttime in a movie and everything's just kind of blue. It's like, we can see fine, but they're supposed to be like, oh, I can't fucking see. It's so dark. Now it's dark. Now we get to see what he sees, and you, you're you with him when it's like, fuck, got, get out of there. Turn on a light, something. Yeah, it's kind of like also, too, when we're talking about black and white movies, Night Living Dead, or like The Lighthouse, what we talked about earlier. When they were, it was supposed to be, quote, unquote, nighttime, they were filming at, like, the magic hour around, like, 5, 6 p.m., where it and is. artificially darkening it, yeah. Yeah, or lightening it up because it would get overexposed. Right or sorry, yeah, over darking it. Here, when we see him walking around with just a flashlight, it's really awesome to just see the flashlight. Yeah, and not the the fact that the, his shirt is colored red, and we could tell uh, it's it's his jeans are Levi's five hundred ones. Yeah, it, all the detail <laughs> is gone. He's in a dark room, and now what he see is the um, giant roll up door. He hears something behind it, and then you see it press forward. He gets the fuck out of there. Yeah. So he goes, and he's about to walk out of the back rooms and into the main uh, grocery store, and he see two of the rednecky guys and uh, our buddy uh, Ollie. <clears throat> and he's like, hey, we we're just coming back there to work on the generator, and he's trying to convey to them that, hey, uh, I, I heard something. Something's wrong. He's like, what, what do you mean you heard something? He's like, I, yeah. I don't know. He's and, like, he go, and he goes, boy. Boy, hope you're not voting for bye. <laughs> no, no, he goes, uh, no, you certainly had a scare, but I mean, come on. Yeah. It's the four of us. We can go out there and He's open like, up Let's that go door. take a look at it now. What you doing down here right there, right there? Yeah. It, it, Boy, it's, it's, we want to open up that generator in no time. It's, and it's not like that. It's a weird fucking redneck, but it's not Southern. No, but what it is, is it's, you're, a, you're, you're not a, it's you, hick. you're not a regular and yeah. we're regulars. No, it's really like, uh, oh, what? So, you, so what? You think you can come down here and stay here on the weekends, and we're we're nothing to you because you're wrong. Because yep. we know this town. We lived here. So fuck off. And then that comes back to bite him in the ass. The young so, cashier kid is uh, like, yeah, like I'll come too. Yeah, he's trying way too he's, hard. He's dude. He's young, hard. dumb, and full of cum. Yep. 
Now, I know a reason why, after watching this, it popped in my head. Remember the military dude is into that clerk? Yeah. Girl? I think that this guy had... Crush on her and he's trying to show off. Exactly. And, like, either it was left out or... No, he's trying to be one of the guys. No, I I really think because there is a scene where there is, like, a look or something, and I didn't pointed out but there there's where like he wants to be a hero and and then you see the military dudes just kind of like fuck all you know yeah I, okay so it's him trying to show he's trying to one up the th- fucking military I think military the reason guys. I th- I think that's what it is Makes because sense. remember remember right before all the shit goes down he goes hey we got like 30 minutes or whatever before the MP guy comes in and uh so the military police guy comes in for these three soldiers that are in there and they're on like they're on like a three day leave or yeah, whatever. That was right before the mist comes right in. Right before the mist comes in and he, they stop he went in to go check out the uh, pharmacy to get everyone else. But uh these military guys come in just because one dude has a crush on the checker. And I think that's the reason why our checker guy grows a pair of balls and wants to become fucking Rambo is because he's like Hey, this fucker left you for I don't know. That's just me trying to maybe add it more. It makes sense. Yeah. Also, being young and young, dumb, and teenage. Yes. So <clears throat> they they figure out it's like you know. Well, there's something clogging uh, the vent pipe for the yeah. for the generator. So we're gonna raise it up. Uh, one of you, one of us is gonna run out, go over there, and clear it. And the whole time, David's trying to stop him. He's like, "Hey, this is a really dumb idea. There's something out there." And it's like, "Okay, listen." fucker and there's a, i don't think i don't believe that you heard anything no they go you heard something no he but says listen he now heard anything oh okay yeah you're probably right but he goes but listen now and there's a good like five minutes of silence and he goes see nothing mm-hmm. if something was out there yep we would have heard it and also he's like listen i'm tired of hearing you count your fucking teeth because next time you're gonna be picking them up off the floor i love and that then he line tells him you know essentially calls him an elitist prick yeah and it's like you know what fuck you you look down on us suck my dick we're gonna do this yeah and all he's trying to tell me listen they, they need something to do they're looking for a problem they're trying to solve it leave them alone and he's like no this isn't that yeah but, but they but, don't listen to him you know what though it's so funny they go ahead they're, open- they're, they're both right though yeah yeah, under I, I could agree with both sides yeah, of them. Under any of the circumstances, yes. <laughs> but they were lacking information. Vital information. So It's a trap! <laughs> so they go to raise the thing up, and they look, and like, oh, you see the boogeyman under there? And he's like, no. And he's like, don't do it, kid. And he's like, pussy. He says pussy and lo- turns around and looks at him and goes, you pussy. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, uh... Dude, way to say it under your breath when looking away from him. And and having your ankles. Anyway, so uh, everyone else kind of realizes that. Oh, what the hell's that? And and we see our first tentacle rape in American horror cinema in a while. Not a rape, but uh, well, you don't know. Oh, I was looking where those tentacles were going, but you don't know. They were going everywhere else. You don't know. No, he was pulled away. He could have got raped. I would like to think he got raped. I would like to think he got eaten. I want to see white males get raped in more horror movies by tentacles. I think it's time for more tentacle rape on white males in American movies. That is my stanza. Less Japanese girls with pixelation and more white American males in the butt. I was going to say, I think you've seen enough hentai to know where this is going. That's what I'm saying. I say, 
When I see tentacles, I want to see a young American man getting raped by a tentacle. Bold stance. Thank you. You're the only one. <laughs> I am President Bukaki, and I am running for president <laughs> under the Purple Tentacle Party. I want to see your young men, speak, speak. white males being raped by tentacles and smoking Lucky Strikes. Speaking of Bukaki. No, I got a real story here. I got a real story. Speaking of Bukaki. Okay. So. Hold no, on. no, no, it's no, no. It's after dark. Should we have a disclaimer? <laughs> no, no, it's it's a oh, funny story. Okay, all right, so all right. well, but uh, yeah, every, so every story it starts out so funny out and at, then it ends in Bukaki. So I'm out at dinner with the wife, right? And and we'll be back, ladies and gentlemen. No, <laughs> no. So we're out at dinner, right? And th- we're at this restaurant, and they have like these. Oh uh, my god! They have fries, right? And one of the ways you can order your fries is the umami fries. Where it comes with like some spice on it and this like cream creamy sauce. sauce. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. So yeah, it's the umami fries, right? Because umami. Do like, they flavor. come out and spray it on your fries right in front of you? That would be amazing. So my wife and they go, oh, she likes them too. They're really fucking good. So, so you like bukkake fries? So the or the 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 waiter comes up. And he's like, what do you want? And she orders, and she's like, oh, and can I get the bukkake fries? And I'm like, spit out whatever the fuck I'm drinking. And he pretends to not know what the fuck she just said. He's oh, like, so sorry. What? And he's like, uh, I'm sorry. She's like, yeah, the, the bukkake fries with the creamy white sauce on it. Get the fuck out of here. No, she was fucking like, with you. I'm like, umami. She, she wants, the, she wants know, the umami fries. I know and- your wife is, she's fucking with you. No, she had to. She have had been. no clue. She get was trying to get me in a here. crowded fucking restaurant to explain what the fuck she said, and I couldn't fucking do she it. She was like, stop, dude, stop talking, dude. Mrs. Zombies was fucking with you. I guarantee it. No, she had to have been. no clue. I kept grilling. I'm like, where the fuck did you hear that word? She's like, I don't know. I'm like, it was probably me. No, no, it was I, probably me. I'm, I'm blaming, but, I'm blaming Mrs. Evergreen on this. Okay, she's a dirty bitch. <laughs> so. The waiter did not make eye contact with us the rest of the night. Just came up, dropped food, walked away. I'm pretty sure that my wife is responsible for a lot of crazy things that Laura has said and done. So, yeah, we did not go back to that restaurant for a while after that. Dude, I have... I have some good embarrassing restaurant stories, but I've never had my wife go, can you give me bukkake fries, please? Yeah, so, yeah, the bukkake Either way, fries. if the guy would have came out and went, oh, so good. Oh, yeah, no. That would have been amazing. Anyway. I wasn't doing a Japanese accent. That's how I come. I go, oh, oh. <laughs> oh God. Was it so, good for you? <laughs> so back to the tentacles. Yeah, tentacle teeth. porn. Yeah. I was like, how did we get to, oh, yeah, tentacles. Bukkakes, yeah. yes. So Zach watching hentai. Not, this guy is getting like uh, fucking dragged off, but not just dragged off. These tentacles split open and they have teeth. Yeah, they kind of they they kind of look they like in Jumanji and- where they like open up and become its own like kind of like uh, vaginal looking like like open mouth porous thing. Uh, that's I've not seen that in Jumanji or on vagina. No, no, no. Like yeah. when, when when the the vine comes out, it does this whole Venus flytrap open thing at the end. Is what I mean. And then it grabs onto you. That right? was not in Jumanji, my guy. Yeah, it was. We'll need to rewatch Jumanji. Yeah, dude. And and remember in Jumanji, it shoots out like like the 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 quills and shit. 
Yeah, the flower You're of critters. No, I'm talking about Jumanji. The the tentacles came out and they opened up into flowers and would shoot out shit and stuff and go back to normal. Like I need to rewatch Jumanji. You need to rewatch. No idea what you're talking about. The the good one, not the shitty one. The '90s one. Yeah, yeah, the only one. Yeah, that's yeah. probably going to be on Girl Month Part Two next year, Please 2025. God, no. Anyway, so yeah, no, no, this the, thing opens uh, up, and you know what it reminds me of more is it reminds me of the uh, the first alien we see on Prometheus. It does, but this it, came out a lot before or, that. Yeah. But yeah, it so does same have thing, that it look. It flares open. It has teeth and stuff. It's like a face hugger on a tentacle. Yeah, not really, because it has teeth. It's designed to rip flesh, and that's what it does first. Grabs onto his leg, and just it just barely makes contact and pulls right off. Just rips skin and meat off. Yeah. Hits the kid on the chest, rips meat and skin off. Dude, and, and in black and white, time, how good did this look? Oh, it looked way better in black and white. It did, it, it did. In color, uh, it was weird. I, I really cannot say enough of black and white movies when the blood looks like motor oil. Like I like that. that gooey, it looks like Hershey syrup. Yeah, the yeah. gooey, like, like you, you know what I mean? Where it, The oily. Yeah, because yeah, kind of there's something to be said when... I see a Hammer film, and Hammer films have very red blood, or even we were just watching, like, you know, Reservoir Dogs. The blood is so red, you see it in black and white. Like, how great do you think Reservoir Dogs would have been if it was all, all black and white film? Probably would have, probably would be considered even better than it is now. Just because... I really got to hunt down a black and white version of Reservoir Dogs now. I'm t the movie practically is anyway. Uh, either way, so... When he's getting captured, he gets sucked up, and they're trying to fight it off. They turn back on the thing. They're well, no, just David and Ollie are trying to fight this thing off. Ollie goes and gets an axe, and they're trying to cut it. Yeah. And the two, you know, macho, redneck, you know, hicks, all of a sudden, you know, are... Freezing. Yeah, freezing, huddling back, getting away from the tentacles, and just generally being, you know, cowards. <clears throat> and uh, the whole time, this kid's screaming, trying to, you know, save yeah. himself. Unfortunately... He gets sucked they, out. Yeah, they can't fight it. And he gets pulled out and gets ripped apart. They manage to shut the door, and they actually manage to cut off one of the tentacles, which will be used later as evidence mm -hmm. um, for a brief moment. Yeah, then it, it does the Resident Evil 4, you know, kind of just yeah, melt, it melt away. Goo. But we have our infighting now of where David is like, you cost that kid his life, and there's punching him, and he's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Like, you know, I, I didn't believe you. And then now it's time to tell the general populace of what's going on. And they uh, get the bright idea to tell the lawyer who, you know, has a, you know, plus 11 to charisma and speech. And he's like, y'all fucking with me. Oh, because I'm a, I'm a black lawyer, and I'm a big shot, and I sued you, and I sued you, and now this is revenge. I get it, I get it, I get it. And he's not believing, and he goes, no, dude, shut up, just come back here and see the fucking tentacle. And they're like, he's like, nah, I'm not going to see the tentacle because yeah, I see what you're doing right now. Now here's where our division is. is Like you said, our aisle I like three, how he immediately rationalizes it. He's like, yeah, I'm going to go back there while you know these fucking hicks hold up a rubber snake and you guys laugh. Fuck yeah. you. And some cattle's blood. So we have our aisle three heroes, right? Aisle three at, team. Yeah. Aisle three team. And then right at this point, we're starting off our team rationale. And because the lawyer guy is talking to some other people about actually getting the fuck out of there. Mm -hmm. We have our military guys who are nowhere to be found. Trying to, you know, draw as little attention as possible. And then. Which we, is sus. Then we have. Ooh, don't. You know me in that word. And then we <laughs> have our, uh, our, our crazy religious cult that is starting 
Right now, it's just Which one Which is two person. people. It's just one at this point. Well, it's her and that other girl. Not yet. She comes later. Well, anyway, she starts talking right away because um, after this, is this where the mosquitoes start attacking the windows? No. Uh, at this point, you know, everyone kind of divvies up into their different uh, camps. And, you know, the... Uh, <clears throat> no, before that, this is when he makes the big announcement because obviously him arguing with the lawyer... Draws everyone in. You know, like, you know what? Yeah, he starts you know, getting loud and shit. Yeah, yeah. You, David, you're going to have to fucking tell everyone. So they call him over, and they tell him what's going on. So <clears throat> at this point, we see everyone coming up, and he's like, okay, here's what happened. And they kind of tell him. And everyone thinks it's a fucking joke. Yeah. So nobody believes him. Ollie's trying to vouch for him. Uh, the two hicks are trying to vouch for him. And they're like, you know what? Here, come back and look. So they go back and take a look, and all of a sudden, they see that the cutoff end of the tentacle, you know, the tip, if you will, is just sitting there. So they grab a broom, and they poke it. And, and it, it does the reaction, yeah. like it like tries to grab the broom, like the face hooker thing, mm-hmm. but then it just melts. You know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of the death animation from the... Uh, the flying uh, little insect things from Resident Evil 4. It definitely... Kind of, it, dude, this kind of melts. This movie has so many Resident Evil 4 vibes going for it. Well, it came out right after it, so... Yeah, Resident Evil 4 was 05, and this is 07. Definitely probably took some inspiration. Yeah. God damn it, dude. That's so weird. I thought Resident Evil 4 was like more 03, but no, you're right. It was 05. It was 05. Fuck. That was game of the year in 05. Dude, it was game of the year in 06. When it was re-released on PlayStation, it really was game yep. of the year. Like, that fucking game, like, I can't sing its praises enough. All right, so, yeah, it From, disappears. They they poke it with the mop. And now you have a larger group coming out and saying, okay, we have a fucking problem here. So the camps divide up, and uh, the team of, you know, we need to barricade is going and putting dog food and fertilizer and whatever they can in front of the windows and trying to tape up the cracks from the earthquake. You have uh, the lawyer's team who's like, oh, this is all stupid. You're a bunch of dumb fucking hicks. We need to go and seek rescue. He doesn't realize that there are monsters yet. Yeah. And then you have the uh, the religious bitch who it's like, she's not entirely wrong. She's like, if you go outside, you'll be ripped to shreds by these demons. It's like, okay, she's out of line, but she's right. But then we have our libertarian of the party, and, and he's a biker dude, and he goes, look, man. I saw one of you had a gun, and I'm not saying I'm with them, but how about I go out with them, get the gun, and bring it back? Oh, yeah. The, what, well, no, the other guy offered. He's like, I got a shotgun in my truck. They're like, you know, we're not going out to the fucking truck. And he's like, you know, I'll go get it. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, this is around the same time when uh, the lawyer's crew is like, you know what? We're leaving. And he goes, I'll go. With yeah. them to get it, and then I'll come back. Yep. And they told him to put a rope around his yeah, waist. Yeah, with uh, 300 feet of rope. Yep. So. By the way, this is one of my favorite scenes in the movie. Yeah. It, there's so many good scenes in this movie. They, there is. There is. Now. Now that it's not ruined by bad CGI and poor color choices. Well, the greatest thing about this movie, man, I'm telling you, is re-watching it. It's like the dialogue is great. The sh- scenes are shot great. It, yeah, you're right. The color and the CGI are so dated that to see it through a new pair of eyes, I, I ironically, new- a non-rose-colored pair of eyes actually yeah. make it so much better. Yep. And, diff- and 
without the color, your eyes being drawn to certain areas yeah. that you don't normally look at. We were talking about this. Where in a lot of movies with a lot of color, it it's like looking through a kaleidoscope, right? But when you're looking at a black and white movie, it's more like looking through it through like a sniper's telescope where you actually can identify shit a lot easier because mm-hmm. your brain's not confused. Yeah, you're not being drawn to whatever's, you know, red yeah. or, you know, different. Or the neon color. sign in the back yeah. or whatever. Your it, eye is being drawn to motion or whatever's well lit. Yeah, or whatever's creeping in the background. Mm-hmm. So I definitely think that helped here. So <clears throat> they tie up uh, the biker guy and. Uh, what, not what, tie them up to like one, to prison him, just yeah. tie a, a rope around his waist. Yeah. So what almost was knife of the day here, uh, Ollie comes up to him with a, you know, pretty small looking little paring knife. And he's like, nah, I got one. And he pulls out, pulls out a fucking buck. Pull, no, it was a sog knife. What? That was a sog. Really? Yeah. So he pulls out a fucking sog and he's like, I got this one. I'm like, God, that's a fucking sexy knife. Yeah, the SOG, uh, I think that was the SOG Trident. I don't remember. It was the their fixed blade from the early 2000s. Do you know what really sucks? Oh, no, it was C- I think it was a ODA. When we went uh, ammo and gun shopping the other day, I didn't see one knife that really piqued my interest. Like, it's... It, you got a birthday coming up. Don't, wor- don't look at any more knives. Granted, but I will tell you this, man. I've been looking, and it's like... And also, too, people... In retail, they they fucking overpriced all their shit. Like they were selling, they were selling uh, Rangers at like eighty bucks, and they were selling like you know what I mean. It's like okay, it, the, the Rangers a great knife. Don't sell it at eighty bucks though. I mean like at least don't rip everybody off. Sold it at like seventy. But um, yeah, go to go to Knife Center or like Blade HQ. But I was I was looking at a lot of stuff and I'm like, man, it's just like I have better knife yeah i want that knife but i only want it because it that one just so happens to be in purple you know what i mean yeah like i i know that i'm not gonna use that knife i just want it because like i want it now but uh no it just yeah so yeah anyway i would say actually i think the knife of of this podcast would be the pairing knife at the very end that she has but that's just me nope nope it, it's gotta be the the one star killer head all right but <clears throat> I'm, also, I'm, I'm willing to be- bend over on that one. A six-inch chef's knife? Come on. You got to love a six-inch chef's knife. But it's knife. already been knife of a podcast before, I believe. That's but, the knife of the knife party. Right. It's it on the fucking logo <laughs> sack. And both of them. <laughs> no, I think we have an eight-inch one in we one We do have of an eight-inch, but yeah. still, it's chef's knife. Mm. So, uh, yeah, he's about to walk out there, and he starts stepping out into the mist, and they're holding on to him kind of like as a belay line, kind of holding on, yeah. letting him go, and the line's pretty taut the whole time. Yeah. He's walking, he's walking, and then the line goes limp. And they're like, and they're like what the fuck? And then the line picks up again, and like, oh, okay, he's moving. And then it starts zipping just really and fast. And going up through the roof of the door, meaning yeah. it's being pulled up. Yep. Well, at first, it's just being pulled straight out, and it's going really fast. It starts burning we got our, we got our Yeah, we got our Jaws scene where it burns the hands, and they have to grab, like, a jacket to put around mm-hmm. it. To kind of hold on to it, and it's yanking all of them forward. But that thing takes off running, and it reminds me of, like, actually deep sea fishing where if you get a hit all of a sudden the line just takes the fuck off hauls ass on you i will say same noise i will say for our old school listeners this scene is a direct ripoff of the movie the house because in the movie how or sorry house there is a scene where roger cobb is house is no house is holding a demon is dragging somebody away 
uh, Roger Cobb away, right? And then Norm from Cheers. Norm! He, he's trying to hold on to him by a little cord, and it goes out of his hands just like that, and then he gets pulled away into another dimension by demons. So it is very similar. I mm. guarantee that's a fucking callback. If I'm wrong about that... I'm sure it's a little Easter egg. It's got to be. Yeah. Because how... Uh, so real horror fans always go, House is one of the best fucking comedic horror movies ever. It's very sad that it's not appreciated. I don't I don't not even Dead Alive? Dead Alive's up there. Uh or Brain Dead as we know it. But um House is like one of the number one Are you serious? You've never seen that movie? Like horror movie? Mm-hmm. To like horror fans. If you go, you've never seen House, it's like what? It's like one one of the Plus, it was filmed here in California. I don't even have a physical version of it, and I don't need one. Guess why? There are so many free versions online because it's um, it's uh, uh what do you, what would you say? Um, oh, like what happened to Mickey? The copyright ran yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. It's in the public domain. It's public domain. You could find it on YouTube. Like, there's three or four versions right now on YouTube as we speak. I do want to get a phys- physical version of it, um, just because I love it so much. But I've never actually had a real copy of that movie. So, uh, because you never had to look for it. It's like, you just, it's just like Killer Tomatoes too. It's like, I love Return of the Killer Tomatoes. I want a physical copy of it, but whenever I want to watch it, you could find it anywhere because. Yeah, I don't want a copy of uh, Return of the Killer Tomatoes because I don't want a copy of Return of the Killer Tomatoes. Uh, because you don't like good art in George Clooney, go on with the movie because now I'm upset and I got to fart a little bit. Oh God, that smelled like, oh, it smelled like Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Seen enchiladas, baby. Nope, smells like Attack of the Killer Tomatoes, because that movie is shit. Did you watch it? You didn't. Well, okay, the first one or the second one? Second one, Return. Okay, I thought we were talking about, okay, yeah, sorry, I was thinking Attack of the Killer no, Tomatoes. No, I'm saying Return with George Clooney. No, haven't seen that one. Sorry. All that hate was directed at Attack. Okay, you're allowed to hate Attack, because I don't like Attack. Okay, nobody, Return. Nobody does. Jonathan loves it. Return of the Killer Tomatoes is a fantastic fucking film. That's a film, dude. It's got the actors in it. You're going to recognize them, all of them because they're it's it's like they're doing this as a joke, knowing it's a joke, knowing it's a low budget movie. That's what makes it so much fun is because it's kind of like Guar, but a movie like it is like a Guar movie where there's a certain point they run out of money. So they all have like Pepsi badges on the back of their jackets and stuff. And they're going, yes, I'm going to get into my Honda uh, forerunner quad that I got at San Diego of Honda, and they have great financing. Like, oh like, my god! Yeah, like they start doing advertisements within the movie. That's fucking terrible. Terribly awesome, Ugh. dude. Okay, I watched. That's gonna be a pain in the dude, ass. Dude, I'm watch. telling you, Antonius didn't watch it for a while. Antonius and I and you hung out, right? We did our podcast. Antonius got a little stoned, and he's like, "Can I just chill for like 20 minutes or whatever before I go?" I go, "Okay, cool." I threw it on. We watched the whole fucking movie, and he goes, "God damn, I forgot how good that movie is." It's like it, it is that good, man. And I'll, I'll, I will give it a try. You've not led me astray yet. It's so good. And listen to, uh, by the way, John Fallen and I's uh, podcast on that. It, it is really, it is. We we just fucking love that movie. And plus, Tara is so goddamn sexy, dude. You, you I I've jerked from off Final to that Fantasy movie. Six? No, Tara from the movie. I've jerked off this movie at least th- four times. You, you you see a naked girl for free on YouTube if you watch this movie. A <laughs> couple times. Anyway. So, uh, yeah. <clears throat> Where were so, we? Instead of seeing a half-dressed woman, we see a half-man. 
Well, she's a tomato. They start uh, they start pulling back on the rope, um, trying to get him in, and then it all goes slack again. It's the great. So they start pulling it in slowly. Slowly they're coming in, and then all of a sudden the uh, the, the rope is covered in blood. Just that, no, no. Oh no. yeah, 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 yeah. You're First, right. You're right. The, you see the line coming in. The line's covered in blood, and he keeps pulling, and everyone's kind of screaming. And then in the view, and there's weight you to just it. See, yep, you just see uh, his belt on down, and that's all they're dragging in. Yep. Just you know, not the torso, but just you know, pelvis and legs. I I like this too because you could feel the weight mm-hmm. of what they're pulling. When you see it, it come into frame, fake. he was actually struggling to pull him in. Yeah, but when it comes into frame, the way they framed it, you see just legs coming out of the mist, and then you're like, "Oh shit, there's nothing there." Yeah, that's really cool. So at this point, they're kind of like, "Okay, cut the line, cut the line. Don't don't bring him in. Cut the line and close the door." And this is where we have our insect attack, if I'm not mistaken. Not yet. Um, now we see them kind of gearing up because they realize that there are things outside. And <clears throat> I think they start building the lights. Yeah, they get the lights and the battery. They get the mop bucket with the oil. Mm-hmm. And uh, they make uh, little uh, almost windows in the dog food to where they can kind of look out and see. Yeah, they, they, yeah they make like uh, World War One or World War Two like bunkers. Uh, yeah, bunkers with where you have exactly like you just said, little windows. Mm-hmm. And they even... Um, Cook up fried chicken, and yeah. and 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 stuff to eat, and they're like eating while they're watching. What and they have all these little like uh, Coleman campfire lamps, and one guy's sitting there eating his chicken, has the lamp up, and, and then you're boom. Well, it's he kind of pulls back, and all you see is what he would see through the window, and there's a small little mosquito flying by, which you think is a mosquito. And then it turns, it comes towards the fucking camera, and it gets really big and bam, cracks into the glass. Yeah. And this locust is huge. It is the size of a large cat. And they have the faces of like a wasp, like where they have the, the bitey face, mm-hmm. and they have scorpion tails. Scorpion tails, chameleon eyes? Yeah. But the head is also structured like a human skull they're yeah they look kind of like science of the lambs but like with scorpion tails and they bite they're just fucking they're like the evilest pokemon you would ever find in viridian forest let's put it yeah. this way so yeah it's what you would want butterfree to evolve into and never did and you're so, like god damn it this thing keeps coming stuck with squirtle there's a whole bunch of them and they keep slamming into the glass and the landing everyone's like frozen up they don't know what to do <clears throat> and everyone does the dumb kids from Jurassic Park thing, and they all start pulling out flashlights. Yes. Now, if I see and a giant turning insect, on and turning on the other lights as well. Not yet. That's coming. Well, yeah, it's coming. But yeah. So, even the crazy cult fucking Pentecostal bitch goes up to the windows like, "Wow, look at those fucking stingers." Yeah. You know, it's like okay, so we all know these are dangerous, and everyone's gonna stand there, you know, inches from them, with not tempered glass. No thanks. <laughs> I'm cool. Yeah. Shining lights drawing more of them in. And they realize too late that these things are attracted to the light. Now, it they realize it because now there's these giant pterodactyl like, yeah. things from evolution. You, yeah, like I, I was going to say, they, they look like a pteranodons or something, but these giant carinous eating, like pterodactyl looking motherfuckers. If you've seen uh, evolution, they kind of look like the things from evolution at the end. The yeah, caca, they, caca. they look like tronodons though. So they look I like I think we've established that caca caca and tookie yes. tookie don't work. <laughs> but 
they're coming down to eat the insects, but the insects want in because of the light, so then they start coming in. But these things got some weight to them, so every time they go and pick one off the glass, they're smashing Boom, into yeah. it and cracking the glass. So we have a full breach at this point, and two of them make it in. Now, at this point, we didn't discuss where the gun came from. Oh, yeah, that's right. Andrea, I know I, I keep using their fucking Walking Dead names. Sue me. Uh, <clears throat> Andrea... It's like, hey, well, I actually do have a gun. Uh, it's my husband's idea, but it's not loaded. And she has two speed clips with her. So she's like, does anyone know how to use it? And Ollie is the one who steps up. He's like, yeah, yep. I got this. And, and the he store goes, manager, I, fucking douchebag, is like, really, Ollie? And he you? goes, I, and he goes, I was the sh I was the marksman champion in 1994. Yeah, marksman state champion 1994. And I'm like, oh shit! So this guy is actually pretty good with a now, with a gun. Here's a great thing I love about this movie: they have 12 bullets. They count all 12. And not only that, the character counts. So especially in this scene here where, you know, you think, you know, any character that they have in a movie in this situation is yeah. just going to act dumb and start firing wildly. Nope. This dude waits for a clear shot. He knows his target and what lies behind it. And he doesn't always take a shot because there's a kid in the way. There's people behind the monster. Or he doesn't have a clear shot. Or he doesn't want to shoot at the fucking glass. So he really waits and lines Dude, the shot. Dude, I, I, he hunts that thing down. As, as a gun enthusiast and and a target shooter or whatever you know hobby, obviously, I will say this, man. You never in horror movies. I think I hate it when someone has a revolver with six bullets and they shoot off four shots when the first one was obviously going to miss. Mm -hmm. It's like, dude, don't take a shot for a practice shot. Take a shot when you think you have center mass. That's your practice shot. When you have a clear, I don't most, care. Most survival horror stories, though, your guy does not know how to operate a gun very well. This guy does, and it shows. And I oh, like I know, I know. A competent shooter. I'm just saying, in general, though, if you anyone who's ever held a gun, the first thing you know is, dude, make sure what you're aiming at is what you're going to hit. If you don't have a shot, don't take it. That's one of the four rules. That's like rule one. Point to what you want to hit. No. Rule one is treat every weapon as if it if is loaded, loaded until yeah. you can clear it. Number two is... Uh, I meant in a horror movie. Okay, yeah. Okay. I meant in a horror movie. Only point to what you want to shoot at. Yeah. Because we just did It Follows. Uh, you weren't there, but if you listen to it, they fired off rounds at a ghost when there's people like in the foreground that got hit by... More people were shot. Oh my god! Then the the enemy of it because they just happened to be in back of the enemy and the people were horrible aims. Awful. Yeah, that's the kind of dumb shit you expect from horror. I like that we had smart horror. Well, no, it follows is actually good. Uh, you just gotta. It's it's because the people handling the gun were stupid. They're teenagers. Yeah. yeah the, so it does make about. sense. Yeah. I'm I'm saying having dumb characters isn't always a good thing. You know, it, you don't need to make them incompetent. Well, we have we to have, make. Well, no, let me. You, yeah, go you ahead. Don't need to make them incompetent to make the situation scary. This dude's an amazing shot. He knows what he's doing, and he is still scared out of his fucking mind and at risk. You know, having a competent person doesn't take the scare factor away. No, it doesn't. It just makes it more. It actually makes it scarier because you're like, this guy can't handle the situation. What the fuck are we going to do? And that's part of Lovecraftian and cosmic horror, where yeah. it's a cruel, uncaring universe. There's nothing you can do to stop it. You're well, going to die. Well, it doesn't even matter because the smarter people you have, they're going to turn on each other because Lovecraftian horror. Also, yes. Madness. We exactly. got to love the madness. 
So uh, <clears throat> there's a lot does, of madness going on right now. He does nail the pterodactyl creature before it gets to the kid, but right before. Yep. And he doesn't fucking unload on it. He shoots at center mass, but who knows with this thing's biology if that's a lethal shot. And he, but he does nail it again in the head right before they turn away. Yep. The other uh, pteranodon or pterodactyl, whatever you want to call it, uh, gets nailed with the um, the, 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 fire, the fire uh, mop, but it causes more problems than good because it, it starts uh, torching one of the civilians, and mm-hmm. then this goes bad because he gets like full up. Because he spills the mop bucket and then kind of slips in it. And then in walks Grandma. Grandma helps out. Uh, or is that later? Grandma with- helps out later. That's okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> now you have David grabbing a fucking mop and breaking it off and just essentially has a spear. club. Yeah. And he just starts beating the fuck out of this thing that's on fire and just trying to kill and it. And it does way. not die. It, these things do not die easily. It's not like, like I, I keep comparing this to Silent Hill. It's not like those things that are attacking you in Silent Hill and you hit it, whack them once and they die. These things are like, nope, nope, nope. They, they're, they, they're hardy. They're, they're hardy as fuck. They have hit points to spare. Yeah. So eventually um, they kill off everything except for one of the fucking insects. The insects fly. Oh, no. Sorry. One insect comes up and stings the, the cashier girl yeah. that the army guy was crushing on in the neck. And, and she they, swells up like a fucking balloon and chokes on her own fluids and the, in like a minute. And the, there's also a scene um, that you said you didn't remember where uh, the military dude explains oh, the, the fact why he's there is they stopped in just to see her and that he felt stupid that he didn't ask her out and blah, blah, blah. And like, you know, um, Star Killer's character. wasted years and everything else and that they're going to make it work. And or, or like, you know, th- there's just an exchange like, hey, I should have told you I was really into you and I am really into you. And now I'm going to go off to war and tragic lovers trope. Yeah, there yeah. you go. So story of my life. <clears throat> yeah. So now he's uh, trying to, you know, comfort her as she's dying. You know, she's swelling up and choking on her fluids. However, when I am dying, remember Catherine Isabel three seven three zero five six zero. And then uh, so that one gets taken care of, and they get take care of the rest of the uh, bugs. <clears throat> now there's one bug left, and it flies up to the fucking religious bitch. Yeah. Lands right on her stomach, and she kind of stands there and does the does arms out cross thing, yeah. and it crawls up to her neck, and it f- backs off, flies, hovers, looks her right in the face, and she thinks she's the chosen one of God now. Yes, as it flies she's away God's from her. vessel. Yep. So the religious crazies are gonna religious, and this is where that other woman comes in and says she was right. She said they were gonna come back at night, and it was gonna they and were they gonna were gonna take one, one of, of them. Yep. Yeah. And then she starts uh, talking about the locusts, and she's got a Bible ready. Well, it's that's already the out. Next morning. Yeah, no, no, but she starts talking about it like I told you know. So, but um, is it at this point where they're ta- checking on the dude who was burned alive? And they're like, we have to get medicine now yeah. or else. Yeah, they they start. It's the next morning, and they're checking on him, and he's he's all messed up. He says, "Give me the gun. I'll do it. I'll yeah, do it he for just you." Wants, yeah, he just wants to check out. Yeah, he doesn't want to hang around. He doesn't want to ask for help. He just he just wants to punch out. He's because I don't know if you know this, burning sucks. Have you ever had a uh, what? What's the? Uh, have you ever had a second or third degree second, burn? Second, which was awful. What was it? Uh, steam burn. Those are bad. Yeah. So I had a third once. 
Third? I, yeah. So I was making. They had to remove flesh. No, it 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 just came off itself. That's a second degree. Oh no! I mean, okay. So I had boiling chowder, mm-hmm. not soup, chowder, right? And I was moving it, and I'm talking like a giant crock pot, like all the mm-hmm. way full. And I was moving it, and I just bent a certain way, and it went from all over the soft tissue of my arm. Yeah, second degree burn. Now, almost worse. here's the thing. I had a faucet right there. I was under that faucet within a split second. I was underneath it. It didn't matter. Nope. Second degree burn. Because I had to scrape it off. Ooh. And I was under there for at least 45 45 minutes. Not seconds, minutes, like with my arm under there. And it was the worst pain ever. Yeah. If I wouldn't have gotten to that, it would have got it would have been napalm. Because dude, it was chowder. Yep, it's not sticky. soup. It was chowder. It's got the thickness. I was in there so long. So from where my wrist starts mm-hmm. to where my elbow begins, that was one blister on top was two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Had I not degree. Dude, I'm okay, maybe it was, but I'm telling you this. I went to work and they're like, no. You're like no. Yeah, if it was third degree, you would have char marks around the edges. It would have singed the nerve, so you wouldn't have felt anything. Oh and no, it would have I eaten into like the subdermis. That's the funny thing. I didn't feel shit. I didn't feel shit for a while, <laughs> a long time. No, but the blister—that's a key. It—it it was second degree burn. You but, would have had to have burn marks for third degree. Oh, I s- still do. They're just no blackened skin. At oh, the time. like yeah. singed. So well, yeah, it's it's. Is it? Do you think it's because it was liquid on liquid? I I was able to administer first aid because I'm telling you, dude. If I didn't get to it, it would have like it, it was some of the it was second to worst pain I've ever had. Yeah, that's second degree. If you didn't feel anything at all, that would have been a third. Oh, I didn't. Oh, I didn't feel it. At I just knew something happened. No, I didn't feel it till the next I, day. I'm saying you would have had to have been burned so bad it burned your nerve endings to where you. Oh, I see what you're saying. So yeah, it, it didn't go that far. If it still hurts that fucking bad, second degree. But a second degree burn on that much part of your body, though. Awful. Yeah. Because if it's in like, I'd rather have a fourth degree burn. Right no such da- thing. Or a fourth degree burn is like a, 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 a Darth Maul's laser just tipping you right there. Right. <laughs> I'd rather have that than a first degree burn all over my body. That's sunburn. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. I've had that. I, I'm telling you, this is a second degree burn on on my whole right arm, like or half of my right arm, and it was yeah. like phenomenally impossible to sleep. Like I had to figure out ways to put my arm and shit, and that shit did not heal. And when it pussed up, and like they they didn't even want me at work because dude. My whole arm looked like a fucking yeah. Just bandaged the whole fucking thing. <laughs> and they're like, no, they they were like, you got to pop it, no, to come back. And I go, no, I can't. They go, well, it looks disgusting. I'm like, so it will get infected. Yeah, it'll look way worse. And they're like, okay, well, you just got to wrap. So I I had to have like a full on fucking wrap. But but yeah, fr- I'm telling you, dude, from my palm all the way to my elbow, dude, it was like just yeah. Yeah, and, and this dude was more than that. Yes, most yeah. definitely. This one was from stem to stern. The whole thing. His ears are gone on his right yeah. side. Yeah, the dude looked like Darth Vader. Uh, Darth Vader meets... Um, 
Darth Vader meets like we just watched it. Uh, Darth Vader meets lava. <laughs> no, I, I was gonna say um, it, it, it did have a bit of uh, uh, Nash, Nash feel from from Reservoir Dogs, where his ear. Burned. No, yeah. no, but remember his ears burnt off. Yeah. Oh, cut off. Well, he, cut he off. But in this, and this is burnt off, and it looks like he's like my name's Jordan Nash. He's got the Nash thing going. A little bit, yeah, but he's he's. He's all messed up. So what do you do in that situation? I'm saying you're in that situation. Am I the one who's burnt? No, you're the you're the one who has the gun who can hand it to that person. Oh, uh, yeah. Here you go, bud. Really? <laughs> oh, yeah. If you're in like a situation like that, there are monsters outside and you're in screaming pain. Yeah. Sorry. Here you go, bud. Enjoy. Damn. Yep. Quiet pill time. I don't I don't know if I could do that. I, I, I would go like this. I could put the gun down and walk out of the room. But I, there's no way I'm shooting somebody in the face. At that point, he's so fucked up, I don't think he'd do it himself right. You know? Well, if he needed help putting it there, but yeah. I'm still turning away, I'm not pulling the trigger. Meaning, I will. I would help that guy re- relieve himself out of ag- agony at that point. But I don't think I could pull the trigger on it, man. Like, I really don't. Like, now... <clears throat> For whatever reason... It's a rough situation. It's a rough hypothetical, but yeah. For whatever reason, if the hypothetical was going to go that way and and it was just a knife, for whatever reason, it seems to me more hum- humane. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, I'm just I'm I'm just going to I'm going to cut you. It's going to be quick. Nope. That dude, that's almost worse. Really? He's, he's already like in a lot of pain and shivering cold because he doesn't have any skin. Doing that would be a thousand times worse. A, kn- a knife to the jug, or or oh yeah, that would suck. Really? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. That would suck. I've always heard that um, the the gunshot impact is like very oof, but knife impacts are very like kind of calming. Nope, instantly instantly gone. So yeah, there's a reason that people you know do the head thing. Yeah, it's so disgusting though. It is. It's awful. But it's an awful hypothetical that you put me in. So, well, I mean, <clears throat> hey, this is what the show's all about, right? Yeah. If people wanted to watch the movie, they just watch the fucking movie. True. They want to hear about like your wife's bukkake uh, fries, the bukkake fries, <laughs> and uh, hypotheticals about us shooting or stabbing people. <laughs> More importantly, the wife bukkake fries. God, that was a. Yeah, that was. God, we couldn't go back to that restaurant. I'm and sorry, I love those dude. Fries. Dude, I'm not gonna. I swear, next time we all eat out together. I'm, we got to go to the. We got to go to the place with the. No, I'm. Fries. I'm gonna say, do you guys have pukaki fries? You know, like the white sauce and the garlic and da da da. With the creamy sauce, yeah. Creamy sauce, and I'm gonna it's go not white. It's kind of. And I'm gonna nudge your wife and go, yeah, yeah. You know, like at the one place you get the pukaki fries. You know, <laughs> we got to go back. I'll, I will take you to the place where we get the pukaki fries. It's <laughs> fucking great. Oh, uh, man. So, uh, yeah, he's burning. And they decide, you know what, we, we're going to try and save this guy. I don't know why, because there's no saving him. He's dead to rights. Yeah. It, he's he's in rough shape. There so. happens to be a Walgreens next door. Yeah, there happens to be. It's, it's not a Walgreens. It's like a mom and you know what I, Yeah, but what I mean is it's not like a giant CVS no, store. It, it's it, a smaller. It's a butt drugs place. Yeah. Wait, butt drugs? Have you not seen the commercial for butt drugs? Is that where you buy, like, your butt stuff stuff? No. There's this uh, small town little drugstore that came up with their own like TV commercial for butt drugs, like 
the family's last name is Butt. Oh, so okay. It's, they call it Butt Drugs. That they came up with. A Do they little, have like lubes and stuff though? I, I'm assuming so. It's a pharmacy, but pull up their stuff later. We we need to watch that commercial. It's it's so low Should budget and <laughs> shitty that it's amazing. <laughs> is it better than Winnebago Man? Do you remember that? It's I don't I don't know Winnebago Man, but it's up. You don't there know with, Winnebago Man. I don't know Winnebago Man, but it's up. Oh there my with, god! Uh, oh god! What's the uh, 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 Skate Kingdom or whatever it is? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's like that. Okay, hold on. You don't know who Winnebago Roller Kingdom? Yeah. Winnebago Man was a guy. He was a salesman of Winnebagos, and he would always fuck up during. The filming of his commercials, and he would just start cursing to the point where it became like it was like early YouTube. Like, we're talking 2005. Same. Yeah, it's the same thing. And he'd go, Motherfucking, fuck, fucking shit, fucking dead. This Winnebago right here is, God damn it, who let the fucking bees in here? And da da da. I it, definitely would need to see And this it now. never, it was never racist or, or whatever, but you always thought the guy was going to throw out bombs, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Because. He was that good old boy selling Winnebago's, you know, but yep. but he never did. But that's what made it more funny is because this guy would just be like, well, Tarnation, you know, <laughs> like kind of thing. Instead well, of Tarnation, instead, I'm Jiggle Billy. Like, exactly. Instead of going full on, oh, this guy's going to get racist quick. So, we're jiggling? Yeah, it was, it was just like, oh, we're going to jiggle or what? You know, Everybody likes to jiggle. Everyone likes I don't like Woo. jiggling. <laughs> Why don't you give me Happy Danny's dialysis filter? <laughs> so, we're going to jiggle or... <laughs> Meatwad, stop playing with that toy. <laughs> so, we're jiggling or... We're done jiggling. Throw <laughs> <laughs> Boy, I'm doing my voice. You do a good meat one. I know, boy. Hey, you know why this guy over here thinks he's doing better meat one than me? Uh, oh, brother, suck my balls. You know what I'm <laughs> okay, your Carl's pretty good. I think I think the Carl might have to call uh, Hoodcast AF here. In a hey, you know what? Uh, Mike Lynch, uh, you're clamping and uh, you're doing your thing, but you're... You, you bet against the Jets, and that's a bad way to be, and I'm sick of you in my pool. You disgusting <laughs> Get him out of your pool, Carl. Come <sighs> <Mr. Jiggling. laughs> the Mr. The one I can't do is Master Shake. He's he's too, like, high-pitched and high-strung. I can't do him. Rob, get a life. He is hard to do. Yet, because... Almost, you have to have oh, a say funny thing. You have to have a Jewish BillyWitchDoctor.com. You have to have more comfortable an older Jewish lady in your life to be able to do meatwad. And I do not, because you don't know what it's like to feel guilt on a normal basis, and you don't know what that's like. So you should just go to school and. Uh, oh my God! Is Master Shake Jewish? I don't know. Okay, okay, yeah, you do a good master shake. Fuck, you do the whole fucking Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Goddamn. And I yeah, learned something you know, about uh, that. I, I didn't really have a lot of free time in my uh, youth. So, uh, yeah, you know, uh, yeah, shut up, boy. Just go on with the movie. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, Batman. Hell yeah. 
Hell yeah, Batman. Okay, so uh, where the fuck were we? Oh, yeah, so we're going into butt drugs. Butt drugs. Yeah. So <clears throat> here's the thing. This is where aliens aliens happens in this movie. Like He, did, be- he doesn't say kill me, but yes. Um, so here's the fucking thing. Now, if I walk into a place, mm. it's the fucking, you know, whatever type of apocalypse. Pick your fucking apocalypse here. Yes. And there are giant monsters outside. And I walk into this place. And, and it's covered in spider web-like material. I am the fuck out of there. Cocoons. It's like, nope. If I see cocoons, I'm out. <sighs> Except for even even the movie Killer Clowns from Outer Space. You see cocoons. Yep. That, oh, God, that's, that's a bad worse. scene. <laughs> I'll take the spiders over the clowns. Dude, if you see cocoons in any movie, yeah, that's a bad scene. At least Predator just skins you and leaves you for dead. Cocoons means bad shit more are coming. More like us, a bad intention for you. Know what I'm was, uh, so they go in there. They're getting their uh, ethyl methyl bad shit. They're Lepleridol. He grabs a uh, comic book for his kid. He grabs a comic book for his kid, and then they start grabbing all the stuff where it's Did like- Did you notice what comic book he grabbed? No. Grok the Barbarian. I was hoping you were going to say Walking Dead. That would have been fucking meta as fuck if he grabbed the Walking Actually, Dead. Actually, I was lying. I didn't see what he grabbed, but it would have been really cool if it was Gorak the Barbarian because of From like Fallout. Fallout. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> God. Gorak the Barbarian, that, that was like my starting gear. I would go and grab like- his butt flap and his axe and just run around the on, style. I have done that on the next knife party or sorry, uh power globe podcast. We will discuss that build. Cause I actually have build. It is a build Ugh. tires out, but it's a good build. It's a good, great starter. <laughs> yeah. If, if you're just going around fucking shit up, it's great. It is. So, uh, they're walking around butt drugs and it's kind of sticky, but nobody seems to notice anything. And then all of a sudden Dale looks up and he's like, I hear something, and everyone's like, oh, shit. There's a great scene in this, too, where it's shot low, like below um, belt level, and you just see their flashlights illuminating the mist. Yes. So, And then the flashlight ends on a face, and then you don't know whose face it is. You can't really tell. But you see the MP But you helmet. see the MP. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. you Thank the, you. You see the MP helmet. Yep. yep. And you realize, oh, he did not make it far. When shit went down. I love it that you, because I was just going to say, and then they pan down to the helmet. Yep. You got it. Yeah, they pan down to the helmet, and you're like, oh, fuck, this is the MP from earlier. So he was going to come over here and check for other people to get him out, and didn't go so well for him. Nope. He's covered in spider webs, and he's moving, and he actually grabs uh, one of the, the Hick guys, the rednecks. Yep. So... They all start trying to get him down. And this is where you see Starkiller walking around with the knife. Knife backwards. backwards. Yeah. God, I hope that influenced it. You know what's so weird to think about? Mm. That this movie influenced how Rosario Dawson was going to play a fucking animated Jedi as live action in 2024. Dude, it's, it's just... It- because you got to think, Ahsoka Tano, that character... From Clone Wars, mm. carries her fucking lightsaber backwards because they thought it was cool that Starkiller did it, but Starkiller couldn't be canon. So they made their own Jedi who carried yeah, their it's, fucking dude, lightsaber I'm, like that. It's funny how film works that way, isn't it? It's like who started the fire and like little tiny isms. Like the whole I'll be back thing. Yeah. The whole catchphrase Arnold thing was an accident and it became a thing that even fucking Stallone did and it went on from that and even Jason Satham does now. Little isms like that. Mm-hmm. 
So Stephen King writes a book about scary mist monsters, and that affects Rosario Dawson playing a fucking Jedi in dude, Stephen, 20 years in the future. Stephen King writes a book about fucking uh, fire hose monsters, and it becomes The Shining. Here's Johnny didn't happen. That's another thing, too. Mm-hmm. Dude, uh, if you think about it, Stephen King films, not books, but films, have created a lot of isms. Yeah. A lot of isms. And this is just one of the many. It's funny that you point that out and I go, please remember that and show it on the show because that's just the way, like, before memes were memes, we had film memes, mm-hmm. right? Like, I mean, Get to the Chopper is probably the biggest meme ever, but it's a film meme. Yeah. See, before memes, okay, listen up, Gen Z. You guys share memes back and forth now. The elder millennials and the Gen Xers. We would quote movies like we would just quote movies back yeah. and forth to each other all the fucking time. Yeah, and or or like on, or anything like Beavis and Butthead or or Seinfeld. Like, remember back? You know in what the, the last one to do it was where we would just say the fucking quotes back and forth to each other. The last one was Chappelle's show. I think you're right. Yep, Chappelle's show. That we would just yell the. Fucking, I think you're right. You know what? I, yeah. I, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, dude. Where do you think Chaz got that from? Okay. Oh fuck. Yeah, dude, that's where that that <laughs> ca- came from. Was the Chaz? I, I it was it just became like a more crazy, and then that character developed. Here's another thing too. I say this all the time: is when uh, 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 back in the day, when when people were like, you know, like gay or whatever. I'm like, not there's anything wrong with that. That was from Seinfeld. Oh, no, you know, but but it wasn't just gay. It was for whatever. It's like, oh, she really likes getting her ass eaten. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Yeah. It was like, or she really likes uh, like uh, chili in, in her tacos. Not that there's anything wrong with that. That whole thing came from a Seinfeld episode or like the whole what's up. I'm like, we had memes and they were called commercials and TV shows and movies. Mm-hmm. Like, when's the last time you said what's up? But if you said was up, I know exactly what you mean. You yep. mean that Budweiser commercial from the late nineties. What's God, that I forgot that was a thing. And remember our memes had music to them. People made like songs, hip hop songs about our memes. Like the Bernie Lean. There was a song called the Bernie Lean. I don't know that one. There was the lean back. There was the Dougie. There was like all these oh. dances based off of like me, like our memes, right? Can you Bernie lean? You don't remember the Bernie lean? No. Like like b- weekend at Bernie's. Yeah, don't don't know Bernie lean. Oh, dude, I'll teach you the Bernie lean. It's yeah. a dope dance. No, I I I know I know crank that soldier boy. No, no. So the Bernie lean is like I, I can cha cha slide real slide. fucking good. Can you Bernie lean? Can you burn? It's when you walk like a zombie. That's the wobble. You're doing the wobble. <coughs> wobble, baby. Wobble, no, no. Baby, wobble, baby. Wobble, no, no. Baby. The burning lean is 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 pre that. So the burning lean is a zombie walk. Can you burning lean? Can you? I can, I can burning lean. I can, I can burning lean. That's not a real song. You're making shit up. Okay. Now, okay. We, go on with the episode. So here we are. We're in butt drugs. Uh, that guy's all. He, he's all messed up. They're trying to cut him down. Oh, he's dead. He starts, he's all messed up. He starts up. ripping his shirt and showing that, you know, he's like, they're inside me. And his skin's crawling and his eyes are all fucked up. And then you see by the cracks way, start forming this on his is, cheeks. By the way, the most spider. horrifying part 
of this fucking movie is when you see he rips Ugh. open his chest and you just see like it's boiling. Yep, it's, it's like it's moving underneath, and it looks so much better in black and white. Damn right. God damn it! So that it looks so cheesy in color. I don't know what it is, but black and white takes away some of the shitty fucking effects that they did and lets your mind fill in the blank and your mind always fills in with what's the most horrible thing with horror so yeah it was uh, pretty scary he's leaking spiders at this point and he's saying I'm sorry I'm so sorry it's all our fault we did this and then uh, what are you pulling up Nothing. What the fuck is Blasian Production? Bernie, what's up, my dude? <laughs> this is How's awful. Going, bro? We can at Bernie's, we dude. No, that we look good, right? Right. I had this idea. Now it's only gonna take about six point five million, bro. That's it. Ski, basketball. Can you imagine Kobe on skis, bro? Kobe on skis, bro. Just like, stop, like fast stop, forward. Dude. Let's get to the. Listen to this, Bernie. Uh-huh. Okay, so it's not real. This is a this is an early YouTube fucking meme. No, this is the actual song. Feel me? And the song real. I just let my body sway to the side. It's all good cuz the girls know that I be fly. So the dude from the Oakland A's would come out to this. Really? Yeah. Whenever he'd hit a home run, he'd do a zombie thing. This is actually a thing. Yes, this happened. Oh, fuck. Okay, I think I've heard this. God damn it. Yeah. So, anyway, this is one of our memes. It was the Bernie lean. I know there's someone out there listening right now doing the Bernie Lean in their car. Like, you know they are. They're going like. Tell me you. No, you don't want a Bernie Lean right now? It's pretty bad, man. Why? Because it's. I'm gonna Bernie Lean next time we hang out. Speaking of being inside of Walgreens. Okay, so back to the fucking movie here. Back to the movie. Holy shit, that was awful. The fuck is playing? Why do we have fight theme? Okay, so yeah, battle music. No, leave the battle music on. Because at this point, you know, all these motherfuckers need to roll for initiative. So they're flat-footed. They roll a two, and all of a sudden, all the spiders start coming out of the walls. Dude, the crazy spiders that are like the size of cats, and they got like way better at being evil here because these ones don't fly as much, but they they shoot their fucking like web acid shit. Yeah. So instead of stingers, um, they have this uh, web that they shoot out, and they the first one comes to David, and they shoot it out, and he kind of sidesteps it because he. See something coming out, and it. it flies very slowly, like silly string. So but it when fly- it lands, it's like, yeah. So it goes out really quick in the air, and then kind of slowly falls yeah, down, like Mothra and, kind yeah. of. Yeah, and as it lands on the ground, you hear it sizzle. So you know it's like, oh, this shit's like corrosive as fuck. So yeah. don't get hit. And you have Star Killer like dodging him and everything. And then uh, Ollie shows that he's 
actually a badass, and they start pointing him out to him, and he starts firing, starts taking a couple of them out, and they're like, okay, we got to go. So they're trying to escape. And uh, is, is this when the body falls down of the MP and we see his lungs explode? Get into that. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, yeah, he falls down forward. And as soon as his body hits the ground, it explodes into Dude, baby spiders. His bl- back lungs explode into thousands of spiders. Yeah. Like, so, like when he lands, it goes plop, boom. And then, like, his lung, like, if you're arachnophobic at all, dude, this the, scene goes fucking hard. Dude, there's another phobia. I forgot what it is, but it's when um, things crawl out of things. It's kind of like I have this weird... Trypophobia. Uh, it, I have this weird phobia of patterns, like when people get things... Like we, holes? Yeah. yeah. Repeating hole patterns? Trypophobia. Yeah, there you go. If you have that, this scene will fuck you. In a black yeah. and white, it looks so goddamn good and realistic. Do you really have trypophobia? Yeah, honeycomb you, fear. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have yeah. you seen the fucking, uh, the frog in South America, South Africa, or whatever, I, where it's it stores the babies in its back, and so yeah. the babies crawl their way yeah. out of the mother's I could, you know what's oh. funny? Yeah, I could tell you why I got that phobia, is I got that phobia because I had um, jungle rot in my feet, and it looked like honeycomb. Ooh. Yeah, and it was like really stinky. And the only way I got rid of it is I had to actually soak my feet in bleach, and my feet actually peeled off to like, like where there was blood and shit. And yeah, change your fucking socks, bro. No, it had not, dude. It was working at the refineries. Oh, okay, dude. When you're working at the refineries, you're you're constantly in warm water. Like, dude, it's like being in the jungle. It's crazy. It's freezing cold outside, but yet you're in warm water. Constantly. No, when I was when I was fire department, I I always had three pairs of socks. Just in dude, case. we would replace our socks during lunch. I had cans of whatever, and plus, I think it was also a beer thing too. Like I was drinking too much, oh. and and my pH balance was all fucked up. But dude, no, I had dude, if if I were to, if I, you were, to, I don't need to know about your vagina juices. Dude, someone walked in my room once and goes, dude, it smells like a fucking brewery in here. And it, I just took off my socks. Yeah, it was bad. Oh, but yeah. I thought you were going to say it was your vagina. No, no. My vagina is fucking on point, dude. My vagina <laughs> tastes. My vagina does the burning lean. My <laughs> vagina, bro. You know what Anyway, uh, so now we get to see Granny the- be a badass because they're fighting yeah. their way out. Yeah. Oh, well, actually, no. One of the fucking acid webs comes out and slices this fucking kid's leg in half. Yeah. and Right then, above the knee. So they start trying to drag him out. Granny somehow makes it to front of the party. Yeah, I know. And <clears throat> Why are we playing to be fair? Oh, because we went so long that it actually doubled over, which never happens. Oh, shit. So, yeah, it's it's uh, we, we got to kind of like, like yeah. speed round a little bit. Okay, so Granny has a fucking badass moment. You know what? This is our after dark now. And three, two, two one. one. After dark. Cool. Doing a new episode. All right. After dark, bitches. So Granny get, turns out to be a <laughs> fucking badass. They so, tie her, they <clears throat> t- they tie his leg up too because like they it, try. They, like who's got a with belt. a belt? Yeah. So Granny's in front of the party. Which by the way, this, hold on. You you are very. You and I both know first aid. You know a lot more than I do. Mm-hmm. You don't tourniquet something. On anything corrosive. Am I correct? You absolutely tourniquet. He's bleeding out of that fucking thing. You tourniquet that motherfucker. I heard we really, uh, um, they changed it where you don't tourniquet unless it's infection wise. No. You tourniquet 100% if there's arterial bleeding. That dude's bleeding out. You tourniquet that motherfucker. Dude, I'm telling you. Okay, so I, I need to get a correct answer on this if any listener knows. 
Because last time I did uh, first aid, they said never tourniquet. It causes more damage than good. That's old. That's old. That, that's really old. Now, if, if there's arterial bleeding, if it's bright red spurting blood, you tourniquet that motherfucker. That's first what I thing. thought. Yeah. First thing, you tourniquet. Pressure and compression. Oh, the old one as well. First, you put direct pressure, and then you elevate it above their head. And then you... No. Tourniquet immediately. That... that New, new doctor okay. tourniquet immediately. So so it's back to the ability, so it's back to the original of tourniquet no, then the, elevate. The original was direct pressure, pressure points, elevation, and then tourniquet if you can't control the bleeding. Meanwhile, you're losing fucking blood. So now yeah. it's tourniquet immediately because they learned that over the no course no of but years the the OG version was tourniquet elevate pressure compression. That was after you've also tried the other stuff. The, 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 the okay, OG okay. was always tourniquet was a last resort because you could cause damage. And it's like now it's like yeah, you but don't fuck care. that damage because you're gonna you're have gonna a dead body out. with a good yeah. body, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. I'd rather have a shitty body with like that lives. Yeah, and that's that's why it's the new. So doctor. so it is common sense. Whereas tourniquet, lift, elevate, compress. If you tourniquet, you don't need to do the other shit because okay. it cuts off blood flow. But <clears throat> so anyway, safety uh, tips from the knife party. Yeah. Tourniquet immediately. Hopefully, we don't need to learn that when we go, all go out shooting. We, but, dude, we're gonna be safe as shit. You, y'all better be. <laughs> what are you saying, dude? The only thing that will happen is if aliens come down or like giant things, and then we'll have to kill them, and it'll be cool, and we'll film it. And then, not saying I don't trust you guys. I am saying I'm bringing my armor, though. <laughs> dude, you're gonna be fine, man. You're just gonna bring your armor to show off your Halo like fucking cosplay. Also, but, yeah. yes. <laughs> So, <clears throat> anyway, uh, so as they're trying to leave, this fucking spider comes down and turns around yeah. mid-web. You know what it reminded me of was the fucking golden skulltulas from uh, Ocarina of Time. Oh, my God. I was just about to say that before. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. You're living rent-free in my brain. Yes. It reminded me of Ocarina of Time. Exactly. Yep. Like, where, where they look like they have a face upon their face. Yeah. So... <clears throat> Granny's like, I'm done with your shit. Holds up a can of bug spray and a lighter and just torches this fucking thing. It falls off and kind of scurries away. They all start trying to get outside. And by this point, the guy who lost his leg is already bled out. So they're yeah. like, fuck it, leave him, let's go. And I don't even think they, they get don't any even of get the, the medicine. They, no, they no. don't even get the comic. They come back empty handed. Yeah, they come back screaming empty handed. And now it's minus just, a few bullets. Yeah, minus a few bullets. Uh, oh, and there's a massive one. Right as they're about to get out the door, mm. and uh, Ollie goes to shoot it, and if you've been counting, he's out of rounds. Yep. Yep. So he didn't reload. At this point, Dale with the fucking spear just charges it, grabs it, picks it up while it's impaled, and yeets it. Yeah. Now in the color version, it looks shitty. In the black and white version, it looks, it looks good because. The movement with him, the actor towards the the object looks good. I'm not. I, I can't minus points. Like I. I no. Think, yeah. It looks good. It looks good. It looks really good. In the color version, it looks ridiculous though. <sighs> when they run back in, they're they're charging back in and they get in and then at this point we get the see the I told is, you yeah and the hick is doing a fucking uh one eighty like full mental breakdown yeah he's like you know heaving and crying and shit. And Crying that they're all dead. Well, David and, uh, da doesn't David fall asleep for yeah, like a David long? David passes out and wakes so, up like yeah, the next so day they, in the afternoon. Yeah, so it's aisle three now. The aisle three crew. 
Oh, and by the way, this is the same old lady who threw a fucking jar of canned tuna at the the bitch that was like preaching oh, yeah. her shit to sacrifice people. Mm-hmm. I love that. She was like, "Yeah, that's in the Bible. Throwing rocks at people you don't like." Fuck by off. the way, that so that's happened. By the way, I don't know if we covered this with the two military people have committed suicide. And oh uh, no, we we're finding that out now. Okay. Yeah, because now they're like, "Hey, uh, we all heard what he said, right?" They're like, yeah. It's like, where's the hick guy? And he's like, oh, he's drinking the fucking Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid, yeah. Yeah. So this lady's preaching, reading revelations now, and he's over there. And what's yes. the word of the day? Sesame Street. Obsolation. Yep. So they're all fucking, you know, bathing in the blood of the lamb and, you know, speaking in tongues. And they're, like, and- and they're like, where's your friends, man? They go to the military guy, and then we see the military guy's committed suicide and... and well, we see Starkiller first, and it's like, where are their yeah. friends? He's like, I don't know. I'm not their fucking keeper. And it's like, okay. So they go in the back, and they're swinging from the rafters. And he's like, fuck, I didn't think they would actually do it. And he's like, and he asked them directly. He's like, so this was your fault. And he's like, they were, you know, before he they go, died, he yeah. told me that, you know, this was something that they had done on By base. the way, this whole scene is caused by David's kid going, why don't we get the military guys to help us? Also, yes. And it's like. Shouldn't have been that question one, but regardless. Yeah. <clears throat> so the hick guy who's now drinking the Kool-Aid comes back there and hears him say this. And he's like, ah, you did this to us, you son of a bitch. And drags him out. And they yeah. starts telling everyone that, hey, they did this. This military did this. This is their fault. So now this lady just drunk with power. Yeah. Realizing that she's, you know, I, I don't know if she's. Into her own delusion. No, she, she says, I am the vessel of God. Right. I don't know if she fully believes it or if she's like just using it to gain power and influence. And she's like getting off. To I it. will tell you one thing as being a former cult leader, it is so much fun to have your dudes do it for you. Right. And I, I think that might be part of it, but I also think she might actually believe this shit, which is crazier. That's so what happens hard to tell. as a former cult leader. When people start believing in you, you start believing in you. You start your drinking shit. your own Kool-Aid. Exactly. You no, for real. You the really thing that do. catches me off guard though is, you know, she's like, Yes, him and she's like doing the whole fucking like church voice. No, she's going, It's working? Okay. Yeah, she kinda like leans into it really hard. You know, it's but them, dude, when they the, did this, they when, upset the natural order of when, things. And she starts talking about abortions yeah, and stem she goes, cells and shit. Yeah, she goes, the uh, splitting of the atom, the abortions of this and that, and it's like, whoa, dude, all right, fine. That has nothing to do with yeah, this. blames everything on this one but poor fucking when, private who probably doesn't know his ass from a fucking hole exactly. in the ground. Exactly, and then when the butcher comes up and the butcher stabs him three times, well, once would have done they're it. They're all fucking like pushed him around, all beaten on him and everything. But then they carry him up on his shoulders and yeah. they do a whole Christ-like thing too. Well, when, they're, when he's getting stabbed though, she, the fucking cult bitch kind of like recoils and just oh my god covers her hair like what the fuck did i do and she's like too late at this no, point no, lead into no, it I you know dude i swear Feed to you to the beast there's a great she's a great actress or actor uh rather when because there's a great scene where you could see in her face that i take it too far and then she's like no this is where it should go god wills I, it. I swear god wills it. yeah i swear to god yeah by the way, we need to do that movie. That movie's super underrated. I own the fucking director's cut. It's As like do I. five hours. As do I. Yes. You're the only other person I know that loves that movie. King, uh, it's my mom's favorite movie. It's one of my favorite movies. Yeah. 
God Kingdom of Heaven? Yes. Kingdom of Heaven is fucking outstanding. That's going to have to be a three-parter. At least. We're going to need to dedicate a whole day to come here, watch it Dude. on the cutting room floor, and then review it the next day. Dude, like... Every character in that is so fleshed out, like the Skyrim character, yes. like in the beginning with the red beard, yes. like like Liam Neeson's character is so fleshed out, like, oh my god, like, fucking the prince with the, the cattle, oh, I love that movie. Oh my god, Kingdom of Heaven is so underrated. I wonder if there's a black and white version of Kingdom of Heaven. I can make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, we'll have to do it, but I don't, I don't know. No, you know what? So back to great shots though. <laughs> oh, yeah. Star Killer getting fucking carried out the way he did. It looked kind of shitty and cheesy in color, but like I the love black it. Black and white, dude. Looked, it, it looks look so much good. More artistic. And then when they throw him out of the doors and he puts his hand on it and you see just the blood is just the perfect amount of blood and it doesn't streak enough and it's mm -hmm. like oh, oh my lord. And, and then we get screaming. the fucking zergling behind him. Not yeah. zergling. Uh, uh, hydralisk. Hydralisk. I kept thinking like zergling. Like, no, Zerglings are the little ones. Yeah. So the hydralisk comes up, and that's really what it looks like. It looks like a mix between like the yeah. hydralisk and the fucking crab people from South Dude, Park. Dude, I was I wanted to go crab people, crab people, but I knew it'd make you laugh. And then actually, at that point, I just remembered the ending of the movie, and I got like a, you know, I I got the the sad hiccup. If you know what I mean. Yep. The, yep. I got the sad hiccup like right there. I'm like, oh no, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen, and because I haven't seen this movie so long, but. Yeah. For those who don't know who, what the sad hiccup is, if you're a dude and you don't want to cry in front of people and you're watching a movie, the sad hiccup is, yep. and you go, oh shit, I'm yeah. about to cry. <laughs> yep. So at this point- It's uh, what you get when you watch Godzilla minus one. The, <gasps> oh no, no, I fucking cried in the theater. No, no, I let it out. Oh, I got like five sad hiccups, but I, I no. didn't cry. No, I cried in the fucking theater, though. That, that we movie. should give a bonus to ratings on movies if you have a sad hiccup, though. For real. Yes. We definitely should. Well, I mean, I think we gave minus one enough points. So does that mean this one gets a 93? We're going we're gonna to go, ah! go ahead. Yeah, we're going to give this a 93. There we go. So at this point, aisle three crew decides, you know what? Uh, we're not hanging around for this. Uh, we need to get the fuck out. And then, so uh, Ollie's already starting uh, to hide food. Uh, Ollie's got five bags of provisions stored. Yeah. Uh, there was already always the plan when they went to the Walgreens, the 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 butts uh, butt drugs butt drugs that in case he didn't come back, the keys are in um, what's her name's Andrea. pocket. Uh, yeah, Andrea's pocket. And the thing is, get my son out of here. Drive as fast as you can. The car is as yours. As far as you can. And they wake up because now after he gets fucking moited and sacrificed. How do you sleep? That's the thing I don't get. How the fuck do you sleep exhaustion. after that just happened? Because apparently they, she says it's been two and a half days of them just being up all day and night. And it's like your body will just eventually collapse at a certain point. Yeah, right? I guess so. So we already have a suicide too i think we already talked about that or one of the aisle threes checked out oh yeah yeah one of the ladies just kind of overdosed on some drugs she and had she was the one that was hurt. watching uh david's kid and yep. this is when david is like okay now we have to get out of here and they're all like preaching and everything else they try to get out right but mm -hmm. their food's missing yep and then all of a sudden there's fucking you know religious bitch with sitting there with a fucking paring knife, knife. Just like, what are you doing? And she's like, we are leaving. 
you, so please get out of our way. She's like, I won't allow it. And he's like, No, she. He and he goes, allow it. And he goes, Hey, we allowed you to do whatever you want. We just want out. And she goes, But that's not a part of God's will. Yep. Then so here's she where she starts. You know, starts. You know, doing the whole preaching bullshit. But the greatest part though, she grabs a thing of milk, and I really like this. Why is, why is it every time you drink milk? Drinking milk is like eating an apple. You always look like an asshole when you do it. Yes, and it's biblical. Ugh. No, it's biblical too. So she starts drinking the milk and she's like talking and she's like got this thing of milk and blah, 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 this and that. And then finally, finally, dude has enough of it, shoots through well, the milk. It takes a minute. It takes a minute <laughs> yeah, when they start minute. encroaching. She's... You know, she goes. Well, she starts grab the. Up, yeah, she wants to grab the, the and sacrifice the kid. Yeah, she, she goes grab the kid the and the whore. Yeah, she starts whipping up the group and you know like it's their blood. It's their blood that needs to be sacrificed. We want the boy. Exactly. Just, yeah, evil as fuck. And then she starts you know getting into it, calling out you know the whore, and then yeah, Ollie's like you know what enough, and pops her you know. And like you said, it, I like that it went through the milk, milk and, and it, then her, and then and then on the head. And she kind of just looked like, did that? Did it, I just happen? And bam! And then when it goes through the milk, it's like the her power's gone. And then when it goes through her head, and she lands like Christ, and you see the blood come out like oh, a, like so a halo. Good. Like there are so few genuinely hateable characters, and she is one of them. I I would put her above Joffrey. I would put her in the status of the Warden of Shawshank. <clears throat> Makes sense. No, I would. Like throwing Andy Dufresne like in solitary for no reason. Yeah. Just, just to do it. Love seeing her get her come up Yeah. That was cathartic. And her come up uh, come from like the person that she used to ridicule in normal everyday life. I love that too. Yeah. So it's also just karma. They're running <clears throat> to the car. Here's the problem though. This is they get separated and shit get, people get picked off. Yeah. Oh, well, before that, I like how he's like, I killed her. He's like, thank you, Ollie. And, he, and no, they, but he got, <laughs> they got to the door and he's like, I, I wouldn't have shot her unless I had any other choice. I, 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 and he goes, thank you, Ollie. He's like, that's why I said thank you, Ollie. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, bitch, you, you were like, dude, you did what everyone wanted you to do. Just I would have been mad at him. Like, bitch, you wouldn't have shot her sooner. You could have done this a while ago. God, that would have made our life Unless so it was easier. me, there would be some reason you'd get mad at if I shot her first. You'd be like, maybe you wanted to shoot her, but I, I know in my bones in our friendship, if I would have shot her earlier than that, before you, oh, you no. would have been like, pissed. If, if we're making our fucking escape and she's standing there, I won't allow it. Pop. Okay, good. We're good. <laughs> then I would have to be mad at you. I'd be like, why didn't you let me shoot that bitch? <laughs> No, you know what? I would have been mad that you didn't shoot her in the kneecap and just let her deal. Like, deal, bitch. Deal. Like, this is this is the apocalypse. We're, we're resource management. We're not wasting rounds on kneecaps. Unless you're going to immediately going to run up and suplex her or do your spinning back kick, Leon. Oh, dude. No. No, 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 no. That bitch deserves the suplex. No. Double arm DDT, Cactus Jack status. You know, no, when you no, grab no, her no. and just no, fall. No wrestling. This is Resident Evil. That is a Resident Evil move. There's a double arm DDT. It's he not just a flips. <clears throat> he flips and makes it look fancy, but that's not actually how you do it. But yeah. God, I love Resident Evil 4. Anyway, so. <clears throat> In Skyrim, too, if you uh, play unarmed, you can do that move. 
the double arm DDT. It's, it's, so it's an awesome move. So they start running to the car, and they kind of get separated. Uh, three of them are with one guy who, uh, two of them are with one guy who has, uh, his, he rolled his ankle or some shit. When yeah. they're all fighting and trying to get to the kid. I think I, I got the gist that they were going after the gun and the other. I I, I don't know why. Maybe it's just because it was. I was thinking about the earlier attempt, but you're right. They did split up, and I'm like, why did they split up? One, yeah, one guy was had because they even say single file. Let's all go, you know. Yeah, it didn't work out that way. <laughs> so, uh, Ollie actually gets to the car first, starts opening all the doors. He's the one who does what he's supposed to fucking do, and then all of a sudden, crab people, people crab people. Ollie this gets fucking effect, grabbed. I swear, did not did not get better with age or with the effect of the crab. Him getting caught. It still looks it looks better in black and white than it did in color. It does, but yeah. it's still like it's still from the early two thousands. It would have been better if you just saw him got swept away. I, I like the crab person. So the crab grabs him, and then you hear a crunch, and then you see you know uh, his arm and the gun Love fall that. down. Love that. The gun is on the hood of, of the right car. Of, uh, uh, and they're in, and yeah, the Toyota Land Cruiser. They're in. So now you got uh, the old lady with the fucking, you know, grandmama spray can. You got uh, Dale from Walking Dead. You got Andrea from Walking Dead. You got uh, David's kid. And you got David all piling into the Range Rover. Like, yeah. where the fuck's everyone else? And you hear screams in the distance. And here's what I thought. I thought he was pulling forward initially, doing that victory lap when he went by the store. And I'm like, oh, he's circling back to see where the fucking other people were. He honks the horn. Yeah, he honks this horn, but as they all die. But he did that lap around to see where they were. He wasn't doing it just to be a dick. So, no, yeah, yeah. I, like any survivors want to jump like last minutes. Yeah, no, not not them. He was looking for the ones that ran out in the parking lot. Oh, I killed. thought I thought it was like any last minutes get in. But oh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah I, I'm with you. So, at but this point, he, but but the gun is still on the hood, and he goes to grab it, and everyone's telling him no. Yeah, he barely misses a fucking spider. Dude, dude, he they're telling him no, 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 because we see the gun. Rattling on the top after it, it leaves his hand after a crab people attacks. Gun is right there on the hood. Yep, and he barely gets it. <clears throat> he he opens the door and reaches and reaches and you're like, get out of the car, just fucking grab the gun, fucking shut up, do something. It would have been faster it. to re get out, go around, grab yeah. it, and get back in. He gets it, but right then one of the wasps penetrates the oh, no, window. It's a spider. Oh, it's a spider. Okay. Yeah. And the spiders are actually killing everyone else because they yeah. came out of butt drugs. So they get out of there. And then the greatest thing is it's the same shot with a mailbox as they're driving by. This was also not in the original. The cocoon? No, them going home. I don't remember that either. Yeah. So they go to... We could be wrong. I don't remember. I don't, and remember I don't, it I don't remember seeing his wife cocooned. And I don't no. remember this. So they pull back into the driveway and um, he has uh, fog lights as well as like police like search lights yeah. on the corner. So he turns uh, one of the police lights over to uh, his house, and you see cocooned up where like the but his the grandpa's greatest, tree was. But they have the same exact shot of when you see the movie begin. Yeah, and they they like of their last name Ferguson or whatever it is. It just kind of mirrors it. It 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 mirrors it, but the. But now it's a dark I, mirror. I, I love when people do this, like in movies where you're like, hey, 
uh, yeah, we didn't forget. This is called a callback. Yep. And there was a great callback here. So he sees that, you know, the spiders have obviously gotten to his wife, too. She's cocooned up against the wall in the corner of the house. And he has a little bit of a breakdown. And he's like, all right, let's see how far this fuel will get us. Yeah. So they start driving down the road. And I like the way the mist looks in black and white here. Yeah. It seems more organic. It doesn't seem fake. Yeah. So they're driving along, you know, sad music playing. And eventually it stalls out and it stops. Yeah. So... They're like, well, it was the old lady. She's like, well, we can't say we didn't try. She's like, yeah. nope, can't say that. And they're all looking at each other. And they hear this something making a noise in the distance. Yeah. This kind of whooshing, rumbling noise. So and then, <clears throat> at this point, he cocks open the gun. And he looks at the bullets. He pulls them out, and, and, he, and he's he counting four. four bullets. There's five people. Or, sorry, there's his son plus the girl plus the two older people yeah. in the back plus him. And so he's like, the dude nods. I'll find something up. The old, the old dude nods, out. and then he's looking around, and she goes, "You only have four. What are you gonna do?" And he goes, "Well, I'll figure something out." Yeah. So <clears throat> at this point, the really fucking horrible part happens, where he loads them in, and he cocks the gun, and you hear his kid wake up, and it's 